Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Jason McIntyre here, coming to you live from the Fox Sports, Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It's getting to that portion of the year where there's actually sports on Friday night. I I guess for a while, really since the NBA Finals ended, NBA playoffs, I hadn't turned on the TV on a Friday night and watched sports. Uh, and last night I saw a little college football, USC, Oregon. And yes, I did watch several minutes of NBA preseason basketball. Yes, sadly, I asked producer Gavin, did you, have, you watch any preseason? He's like, no way. And I'm a little embarrassed to admit I watched some. But listen, when the Lakers are on, I got to get my um, Talon Horton Tucker fix. Um, And I got to admit, listen, we're going to get to this later. But did anybody else see Kyrie Irving? He had a preseason game last night in Boston. And before the game, he's walking around the court. This is like two hours before the game, before anybody's in the arena. And he's doing something called saging the arena burning some kind of like incense deal. And we're going to have to get to that because I need to actually Google this up. I saw it last night and I was like, saging? So I asked the wife, what is saging? And I'm not going to say her response because I don't want you guys judging her. But uh, 
basically, um, Kyrie Irving is, is is officially becoming strange. <laughs> like NBA players saging the arena. Okay, uh, and they're showing it on TV, of course, because it's like a it's a big clip. It's like what the hell is saging? So it's into the sports world, folks. This is where we are. Less than a week until Christmas. Hope everybody's got their holiday shopping done. We just had one minor uh, first world problem. Like we do the family photos every year. You pay a photographer. The photographer finds a good setup, takes the pictures, turns them around quickly, and then you go and order them. And I'm oversharing here, but I think you guys will laugh. And I'm a little upset by it. Uh, We went through this company called Shutterfly. I don't know if you, any of you have used Shutterfly. We've used them for like five years. Always no problem. Went smoothly. So this year, of course, because of the U.S. Postal Service being a total train wreck, um, our stuff gets delayed. And we ordered it in November. And then, of course, it shows up on like the Shutterfly tracking. You're still waiting, still waiting. It had been sitting somewhere for two weeks. And my wife turns to me and, guys, I'm going to get ripped for this. That's fine. And she goes, you know, we may have to get you to tweet something at them or go on social media and say something because I have like a, whatever, a little following. And so I reach, I, I at Shutterfly, hey, been using you guys for a while. This is incredibly poor service. I'm so disappointed. You know, they respond within the hour. Then they DM me, hey, what's the information on your thing? Within 24 hours, they sent out a brand new batch or total new order. And within 48 hours, we got the cards. And I'm sitting there and I turned to the wife last night. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So people who aren't like in media or whatever or have significant social media followings, what do they do? Do they just get shafted? Do they have to just sit there and wait for their cards? And I did one tweet and they're like, oh, yeah, let me help you out, blah, blah, blah. And boom, it was done in 48 hours. And I, Gavin, I probably should not admit that. But this is just honesty, guys. This is what I, you know, I've been doing this. Like, I was stunned at the reaction and the swiftness. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh, I do feel bad for people out there who, sadly, like, aren't on social media or in a position of, hey, man, I'm going to raise some hell if y'all don't do something. And I've done that with the airlines before. And they all, I mean, other people have had success with the airlines. But no one else is going to fight for you, Jason. No, nobody. You got to fight for yourself. Well said, guys. Yes. All right, so let's get to some actual sports. It's actually a pretty bonkers sports weekend. We have college football today, championship weekend. I'm sure you guys saw me on the herd uh, yesterday touting one big, huge college football bet I've made. We haven't done a lot of college football bets. Gavin's made a bunch. Uh, he's our ace degenerate. And remember, <laughs> he he's still doing a victory lap for hitting the Raptors two years ago and rubbing it in my face, as he should. I would have probably done the same. I, I am bummed that my Russell Wilson MVP future isn't yeah. going to hit. Tear that back. Um, yeah, that's... And and I'm back on the Fire Clay Helton bandwagon. So Fire Clay undefeated, <laughs> and then he goes into the Oregon game. And they... how do you lose to the backup team? They yeah, weren't even expected yeah. to be there. I mean, wow. Ugh. I don't. What was the spread on that? I'm just curious. I, I'll check. I, I want to say it was around seven. Oh, jeez, and they lose. Uh, didn't even get off the hail mary. At any rate. Uh, there's a lot of good college football today. Clemson-Notre Dame is incredible, uh, should be at least. I'm not that excited for Alabama-Florida. I did have a play on the total, which is um, basically arena league totals in that one. And then, of course, two NFL games today. Very excited for those. And I think it's going to be the most square teaser on planet Earth is to tease the Packers down um, and tease the Buffalo Bills down. And you get both under a field goal. 
And I think that feels like a slam dunk, although Drew Locke, yes, that Drew Locke may have something to say about it. Or Teddy Covers, 17-2 and against the spread as a road underdog, just dropping knowledge. Um, so there's Saturday NFL, and then Sunday is a pretty weak slate. I think there's only one game featuring two teams over 500, and that's, you know, Chiefs-Saints. How about the swings late this week on the New Orleans Saints? Drew Brees in all of a sudden, Michael Thomas out all of a sudden. And I got to say on the Drew Brees thing, I'm just, uh, listen, I am a hopeful Drew Brees, old man Brees is okay, but he busted up 11 ribs and he's coming back and oh yeah, heads up, they have a game on Christmas, short week ahead against Minnesota. Now you could say, Jason, the Vikings, they... (laughs) They can't get to the quarterback. Drew Brees will be fine. I'm just saying, quick turnaround against Chiefs and Vikings. And, like, you want to get to a Super Bowl? You got to have Drew Brees upright. I don't. I think we can all agree Taysom Hill is not winning a Super Bowl. So uh, I'm a little surprised at the decision. Um, the Michael Thomas news came out of nowhere. Uh, I mean, I guess I, I, you know, he had a decent game against the Eagles. I think he had, like, seven or eight catches. And now all of a sudden he's hurt and not playing. Um, so I will say this before we get to what I think is the best story of the weekend. Um, just keep an eye on cluster injuries this weekend in the NFL. It's going to be easy to just lay the wood and everybody's going to want to take favorites. But if you look at what's going on in the secondary in Denver, uh, the secondary in Philadelphia, uh, the Washington offense, (laughs) like just be careful guys. A lot of cluster injuries here heading into um, Christmas weekend next weekend. Um, so Pat Mahomes versus Drew Brees is fun, but I think Pat Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers is a little more exciting. It's basically the MVP. You know, Gavin said earlier that Russell Wilson was in the mix. He was like the leader for the first three or four weeks. And then we had uh, Kyler Murray make a guest appearance when he had the Hail Murray. That's quickly been squelched, although he had a nice game last weekend. And now it's basically come down to, you know, Aaron Rodgers against Pat Mahomes. And MVP kind of annoys me. Because remember, in the NBA, Giannis has now won the MVP, I believe, twice in a row. And in the offseason, in Greece, Giannis was asked, like, you know, who's the best player in the NBA or something along those lines. And he's like, oh, we know LeBron's the best player. And, (laughs) you know, you read that and you're like, wait, LeBron's the best player. You won the MVP. How does that work out? And you, I think the same thing kind of sort of applies in the NFL. Like, Pat Mahomes had three picks last week. Now, two of them were weirdo tip, dinner, tip drills. The other was a Xavier Howard diving backwards pick in the end zone, which was one of the five best interceptions you'll see this season. And it's like everybody wants to sell Mahomes off that game. And I'm like, really? Against an elite secondary? He didn't have his best performance, but they still won, and you really are selling Mahomes? Let's load up on Aaron Rodgers, who's carving up one of the weaker schedules in the NFL? I'm I'm just surprised. Like, I think two things can be true in a usual year, that Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback in the league. I've been saying that for years. Uh, He's more talented than Tom Brady. I don't think there's a big argument there. Brady obviously has a better resume. He's won more. But then along comes Mahomes, and it's almost like Pat Mahomes is Aaron Rodgers on steroids. I know that sounds insane to say, but anything Rodgers can do, 
Mahomes can do better. I really think Patrick Mahomes is off the charts good, guys. I know it's, uh, Jason, you're gushing over a $500 million quarterback. Settle down. I, I would if I could. But if you watch him week in and week out, he's doing incredible things. Now, Rodgers is too. It's, you know, it's it's a very difficult decision. Um, Rodgers faces one of the worst secondaries in the league this week in Carolina. So if he has five touchdowns tonight, are we going to go gaga and hand it to Aaron Rodgers? Mahomes, meanwhile, facing a top-five defensive unit in the New Orleans Saints. So if Mahomes only has two TDs and maybe throws a pick, are we selling him? Like It's it's a little bit silly. The NBA, NBA MVP is silly. We know that. And the NFL MVP awards becoming the same thing. I just I think this is a game where Aaron Rodgers is out for blood. Okay, He knows we need the number one seed. Last year, Carolina pushed us, and I remember that because McCaffrey got stopped at the goal line. I was on the other side, needing the touchdown for the cover. Um, and it was just, uh, it, it, was a, it was a tough one. I think this Carolina team can hang. No, no McCaffrey today. Um, but they have their full complement of receivers. And, and what you're going to see is the Packers give up a lot of points, meaning Aaron Rodgers has to put up a lot of points. And, and it's, a, it's a fun-ish but annoying MVP discussion, if that makes any sense at all. Who who would you take, uh, Chris, MVP? Well, you're a Detroit Lions guy, so you see Aaron Rodgers a lot. Are you a Rodgers over Mahomes MVP guy? No, I, I think for me, it, it it's rough. I Because I, I, I don't think I've seen I, – I, I've been so busy this year, I haven't seen too many Chiefs games. I think I would still lean Mahomes over Aaron Rodgers just because I just – I think the value that – Mahomes brings that team is just so great. Yeah. And it's just I, I know Rodgers is we, we kind of expect him to do great things, but he's had he has he has quite a bit built around him too. Ne- neither of these guys are on islands. I think I still lean Mahomes though, just because of just the different weapons he brings to the table. Yeah, and don't forget the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line is I don't want to say shambles, but they've got some injuries at tackle. Um you gotta monitor that leading up to the game. And as you as Chris just said, like you got Devontae Adams. Probably the best route runner in football right now. You got uh, Aaron Jones, top six back in the NFL. Like he also Tyreek. has some really bad losses. That Buccaneers loss. The Buccaneers loss. Yeah, he like gave up in that game. Right, I mean, second quarter. I I don't think that would happen to Mahomes. It definitely hasn't this year. So. Yeah, I, I think I think Mahomes has never lost a game by more than one score. That Raiders game by eight was like his biggest loss ever. Um, earlier this season, and I don't know. I. I I, I guess part of me loves Mahomes because I realize how wrong I was about him. I mean, outside of that Raiders games, they just they've they just beaten everyone. And yeah. that's that's all you can really ask for at the end of the day when you're looking between the two is that they've beaten everyone, whereas the Packers have just been more shaky in yeah. a couple more games. There's been games where the Packers just get run out of the building. NFC championship game last year, you know? That just doesn't happen to Pat Mahomes. He's that good. Um I guess my final little thought would be that I was so wrong on Mahomes coming out of Texas Tech, and I think a lot of people were. But, I mean, I just remember, I, and this is a learning experience, which is good for me. You need to have these losses, the failure. Like, I completely whiffed. All I saw was I had tunnel vision on Big 12 quarterbacks. They don't play defense in that conference. Scores are like 72-57. Like, how can you judge a quarterback? All the Big 12 quarterbacks that have come out have stunk. Give uh, RG3's rookie season gets a pass. Um, but everyone else, like, you can't read a defense. 
And Pat Mahomes has just obliterated that. And yes, I'm sure Andy Reid has helped. Um, and you could argue that uh, Ryan Tannehill is a Big 12 quarterback who's now emerging after getting away from Adam Gase. Um, ugh, don't make me talk Jets. Uh, but maybe the tide is turning, that the league in the NFL is becoming less focused on defense, and it's an offensive showcase. I got I watched Chargers Raiders Thursday, and I didn't see a lick of defense, like none. I mean, Joey Bosa tried his best to get in the backfield a bunch, and other than him, like nobody's guarding anyone. There's no defense being played. This is this was uh, September 2020 was the highest scoring month in NFL history. Now that's come down a tick, but nobody plays defense, and maybe the NFL is going to start to look like the Arena League or the Big 12, and that's not the worst thing in the world. Uh, we know, you know, offense is eye pleasing. Um, but I, I guess if you had to ask me gun to head, I would have to still lean Patrick Mahomes for the MVP award. All right, so we have a fun show ahead. Coming up next is I watch Ben Simmons' Philly Pacers highlights on the TV here. I, I start thinking back to the open of the show last week. And you guys know, like, the goal is to be ahead of the curve. You don't, you don't want to always be reacting to news. Everybody reacts to news. You can turn on any radio show in America today and they're reacting to stuff. We want to be ahead of the curve. If you listen to what we said last week, we opened the show blasting James Harden. I compared him to um, my kids and iPad usage and video game usage. What comes out on, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday this week, massive story on the Rockets catering, bending over backwards to whatever James Harden wanted. We try to be ahead of the curve on this show. And coming up next, Jared Dudley last week. Gave it to you. He said, within 10 days, James Harden's getting traded. This is day seven. Is it happening? Is it going to be the Sixers? We'll talk about that next year on Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Well, college football betting we're going to talk about shortly, but first, it's time for the Geico Play of the Day. Slovis back to throw. Pressured. Runs to the side. Ball is caught by a lineman. He'll be an illegal receiver, and this ball game's going to finally end. Dream of a lifetime for an offensive lineman, Andrew Voorhees, but it doesn't mean a thing. Mario Cristobal gets a Gatorade bath, and Oregon repeats as the Pac-12 champion. That was Jerry Allen from Learfield IMG College. Oregon defeats USC in the Pac-12 championship. Tough loss for USC, but uh, all I keep hearing is that, uh, you know, everybody wants the coach gone, and they were undefeated, and they they didn't deserve to be there. Ugh, just such an ugly mess, as usual, at USC. Do you own a renter home? Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. Geico.com. Easy. All right. Um, listen, I haven't done a lot of college football betting. And and I got to be honest, guys. The, we've done this. This is year five of this show. And the first four years, we would do college football heavy betting. We would the, fu- the final hour of the show is during the first hour of college football kickoff games. It is fun. We talk about it. And this year has sucked for for college football. It's been awful. Um, games canceled because of COVID. Players opting out. It's just not normal. And I, I, you know, again, as as the authenticity in me, uh, trying to be completely real with you guys, um, I'm not the best adjuster. Uh, if I to put that politely, um, I I'm a very routine oriented guy, and if I have to come off that routine, um. It's, uh, it's just not great, and I'm working on that. I am working on that personally. That's one of my big um, issues for 2021. Um, I like to do things my way, and um, if, if it doesn't really go down, then it's I'm not thrilled with it. And if I have to come off that routine to do this, that, the other, for instance, you know, you get something in the mail from the insurance company, and they have this all these problems, you got to call them. That's like an hour of your day to get on the phone and talk to somebody. And I, like, have a lot of stuff to do. And I got to be honest, college football, I would look into a game on Tuesday early in the season and Wednesday, and then the game's canceled. And I'm just like, I just wasted two hours rooting around college football games, and now four of the games are not happening? What what am I wasting my time for? 
So I just threw in the towel. Um, however, this week, since I knew championship weekend was happening, I went and studied big time uh, college football. So we will talk about ACC championship, which is at 1 Pacific for Eastern. We'll talk about the Big Ten title game, uh, SEC title game. We will do plenty of that in this show. But I quickly wanted to touch on James Harden and Ben Simmons for a moment. Um, because, you know, this is probably a trade that we think is going to go down. We're not 100% sure. Jared Dudley came on this show last week and said, hey, it's going down. James Harden is getting traded uh, to Philly. Now, here's what's interesting. I don't think, and uh, Gavin, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think Jared Dudley said it was for Ben Simmons specifically because yesterday, Daryl Morey came out and said, we are not trading Ben Simmons. And I'm like, huh, does that mean they're trading Joel Embiid? Or is this Gerald Morey just saying, screw it. I'm going to say I'm not trading him. If I have to trade him, I got to trade him. That does happen a lot. Only difference is Daryl Morey just got there. He got there like seven minutes ago. I don't think you can say about a, one of the two best players on your team, probably one of the 15, 20 best players in the league, we're, uh, we're not trading him. And then turn around and trade him a day later. So... Maury could already be backing himself into a corner, which is you know, suboptimal for him. Here's what Jared Dudley of the Lakers said about James Harden. He can only go to Philly. There's nowhere else. Brooklyn doesn't have enough. Philly has Ben Simmons. Look around the league. Denver, no. Milwaukee, no. Who else did he say? Miami. Hero's not enough. Even if they want to give up Hero. It'd be Hero and Bam. You can't give up those two. No way. But it has to be there. And when you, you don't want to discard those superstars. And James Harden, unlike other superstars, not being the most professional, not being there out of different places, it's a bad look. And when you can get an all-star with potential superstar capability and Ben Simmons, you've got to take it. It'll happen. It's only a matter of when. Well, that's Jared Dudley of the Lakers on James Harden getting traded. And, of course, it has appeared as if Harden is going to be on the move. Uh, everybody has the Woj alerts uh, to their phone waiting for it to happen. Uh, Woj, of course, a frequent guest on this show because I've known him for about 20 years. Um, and you just, it feels like it's imminent. Uh, so much disrespect being tossed around by James Harden. My gosh, did you see how James Harden was asked, so have you talked to the new GM? And he's like, haven't had a conversation with him. The guy's worked in the organization for years. He surely has talked to him at some point. For him to just come out and say that is just like, Hard to just, I mean, I don't know. This guy's a piece of work. All right. Coming up next, um, we got a good new guest coming on. hes I don't think he's ever been a guest on the show. I've also known him for a long time. Uh, he's got a new story that came out that I think you're going to like. But first, let's go to Isaac Lowenkron with What's Trending. Good morning, Jason. What's trending is some breaking college football news this morning in Illinois, announcing that it's hired Brett Bielma as its new head coach. Bielma, previously the head coach at Wisconsin and Arkansas. During this current season, he was in the National Football League as the outside linebackers coach for the New York Giants. On the field Friday night, three conference championship games on tap. Oregon winning the Pac-12 championship game over number 13 USC on the road at the L.A. Coliseum 31-24. Ball State victorious in the MAC championship game. They bested Buffalo 38-28. And in the Conference USA Championship game, Alabama-Birmingham defeating Marshall 22-13. NBA preseason Friday night. This one's for you, Jason. 
The Knicks <laughs> improved to 3-1. and 36-point demolition of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, wait a minute. The Cavs don't have LeBron anymore. They don't have Kyrie anymore. Anyway, Emmanuel quickly, 22 points. Kevin Knox, 20 points off the bench. I'm sure he's an all-star starter come whenever there's an all-star game again. The Brooklyn Nets winning at Boston, 113-89. to Kevin Durant scored 25. Kyrie Irving against his former team, 17.7 rebounds, 5 assists. World champion Lakers improved to 4-0 in the preseason. Wedding at Phoenix, 114 to 113. Anthony Davis, 35 points, six three-pointers. And finally, the NHL and the Players Association reached a tentative agreement for a 56-game regular season set to face off on the 13th of January, but it's pending approval of each side's executive board as well as health officials from the five Canadian provinces that have NHL teams. Jason, back to you. Thank you, Isaac. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, it's me. Jason McIntyre coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, our next guest, he is a, well, he's got a big-time title. Big-time title, Global Sports Correspondent. At ESPN. That is a huge title. Sam Borden, come on in. Sam, how are you? I'm good, Jason. Thanks, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. I haven't talked to Sam probably about 15, 20 years. We did work together in Jersey briefly. Years years ago. Years ago. Feels like another lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Now, the last thing I remember about Sam, and Sam, correct me if I'm wrong, um, you know I'm into gambling, obviously, is you were a really sharp poker player. Is that accurate? That- that is true. Back when we were we were colleagues, uh, I was freelancing for the Bergen Record, and then the uh, most of the rest of the time, I was uh, vaguely making a living playing poker in the underground clubs in New York City. Uh, well, let me, so let me that, ask. That was you, a long time ago. Okay, are you still doing that? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't uh, play in the underground clubs in New York City. I do play occasionally in a, in a home game, although uh, honestly, we haven't done much uh, card playing since the pandemic began. And I was saying to a buddy the other day. It sort of makes you realize just how gross, from like a hygiene standpoint, <laughs> gambling and poker and casinos are. Now that you think about like you know washing hands and and uh, all the stuff that we've kind of gotten used to during the pandemic, so it's hard to imagine going back to a casino and playing cards and feeling the same way anytime soon. Hundred percent. I've played in I think two games. A buddy in the backyard, you know, like six dads are hanging out. Uh, drinking and playing some poker, and literally, I'm using the hand gel probably every hand. Yeah, uh, you know yeah, that, yeah. That, that's kind of what you got to do. And I know then your hands are all dry and you feel like a weirdo. But um, and have you have you seen the, the the pictures of like the card rooms in the casinos where it's like you're basically in like an isolation chamber uh, and like they're it's like they're passing the cards under like glass and yeah. stuff. I mean, it just does not look fun at all. I will not be doing that. So uh, anyway, so Sam has moved on up. He's now at ESPN. I love the title, Global Sports Correspondent. And he dropped a story about Stefan Diggs, who has been, you know, listen, we talk about Josh Allen being instrumental in uh, turning a corner and going from a 60% completion guy to 70 uh, and all of a sudden being like one of the better quarterbacks in the league. I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think Stefan Diggs could help him that much. And it's incredible what Diggs has meant for Josh Allen. Yeah, the partnership between the two of them, I think, is really, I mean, it's certainly better 
quicker than anybody could have imagined. But, I, you know, people have asked me a bunch, like, you know, what do you think the biggest difference between Diggs this year versus last year is? And I, I mean, it sounds crazy to say, but I honestly think it's just that he's happier. You know, I, I, we like to look at these athletes and say they're robots. They should be able to perform, you know, whatever the situation. But they're, I think, in a lot of ways, like you and me, if you're not happy with your work situation, it kind of affects everything that goes on in your life. And I think Diggs is a lot happier in Buffalo. He's with a young quarterback. He's with a team that's on the rise. And it's pretty clear that that's allowed him to take his game to, you know, the level that he really thought he could in Minnesota where he felt like he just wasn't getting the opportunities. Yeah, it seems like, uh, and again, maybe I'm reading into this, but Diggs was not thrilled when Kevin Stefanski came in and shifted the offense to a more run-heavy attack. Um, And then Diggs went on to put out some social media posts that apparently pissed off everybody. And they were like, all right, we got to get him out of here. But uh, I'm going to spin it forward. We like to do that on the show, Sam. If it indeed was Stefanski's shifting of the offense, should we read something into Odell Beckham in Cleveland? You know, that's an interesting (laughs) point. I I mean, I think... It's one of those things where I think, you know, you always sort of look at these things from two, two sides, right? You can take the side of the team, you know, and say, hey, it's their money, it's their offense, it's their coaching staff. They can decide to use the players and the resources in whatever way they want. And, like, look, I'm not a football expert, and obviously Dalvin Cook is really good, so, I, I, you know, you can't look at what the Vikings did and say, oh, that was definitely the wrong decision. But I think the other side of it is you have these talented players, whether it's Diggs, whether it's Odell Beckham, and these guys are able to perform at a certain level, but you have to put them in positions to succeed. From 2018 to 2019, Diggs' touches went down almost 40%. So is that putting a guy in position to succeed? He felt not, and I think it's fair to say clearly it wasn't, and now he's in a place where he is able to succeed, and whether it's Diggs or Beckham or whoever, mm. I think you know, the, the majority of the, of the job for coaches and executives in the NFL and in all pro sports is just putting their talented resources in the best position possible to succeed. And I think now you're seeing, here, here's what happens when Diggs is in that position. And that's the weird thing, like, this is a passing league now. Everybody universally says the NFL, you got to pass to win, pass to win. Stefanski comes in, shifts away from passing to running. The Vikings get to the playoffs. Kirk Cousin wins a playoff game in New Orleans, of all places. And, and then Stefanski gets the jobs and move on. And now, uh, you know, this is a, a passing league, but Stefanski's winning with running. I, I, I'm really surprised by it, but it's also kind of cool, right? He's going against everything else in the league, similar to hey, let's run with Lamar Jackson last year in Baltimore. Totally. And I, I mean, look, I'm a fan of disruptors, and I think that there is always value in creative thinking. There's always value in sort of going against the grain. And, and I think, honestly, in talking to Diggs specifically, I, I don't even necessarily think that it was a full-on diva wide receiver, I'm not getting the ball enough situation. I think part of it was that he felt like, the Vikings weren't being straight with him. If they wanted to say, hey, look, we're going to zig when everybody else is zagging, and that means less touches for you, get used to it. I honestly think that might have gone over better. My sense from Diggs was that it was, we're going to do those things, but we're going to say to you, hey, don't worry, you're going to still get your touches. Don't worry, it's going to change. Don't worry, we still value you the same way that we did in 2018. And I think that he just felt like, Hey, why you know why why are you telling me it's sunny when it's raining? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he had a I, I think once that once that trust was gone, 
that made it hard for him to come to work. Yeah, yeah, he he used a different phrasing on that one. Well done, well done for radio, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sam. Uh, let me ask. We're talking with Sam Borden, global sports correspondent for ESPN. Let me ask you: last nine months, like, how has this shifted for your job? We know everybody's job's been disrupted and changed. But, I mean, it's tough for you to get on a plane now and go cover uh, something in Brazil or Mexico, right? Well, exactly. The global part of my job definitely has changed considerably. Um, but, I, you know, it's, it's been a challenge. I mean, I, you know, I'm sure like you, right, you're probably doing a lot of shows and a lot of appearances from home yes. or from, you know, not able to go into the studio. I haven't been on a plane in nine months. That's probably the longest I've been in one place in 20 years. Um, and... You know, the interviews that I've been doing have been over Zoom, you know, spending time with guys in their houses, but on FaceTime. You know, so uh, the, the, the big challenge for me and for, I think, any storyteller is just how do you get to know somebody to be able to write about them or do a television piece about them in a way that's real and genuine without actually being able to sit across from them. And so mm-hmm. it's, chal- it's challenging for sure, but... People want content, and you kind of have to figure out a way to make it work, and that's what we're trying to do. Which do you? Which is easier for you, Zoom or FaceTime interviewing somebody? Um, you know, I, I have to say, I, I, for whatever reason, like Zoom. I feel mm-hmm. like you know the recording thing is easier. I, I don't know. I can kind of like cast it onto my TV if I need to. Like with Diggs, we did that where like it was sort of like on a big screen television, you know, in oh, front man. of me, which I found easier than FaceTime, but. Honestly, it's sort of like I'll take whatever I can get these days because it's so hard to really get, you know, any kind of a connection with somebody when you're doing it electronically. Yeah, yeah. All right, Sam Borden, uh, got to follow him on social media. He's got, I, I love the, the, the stories he's doing. They're offbeat, and, you know, we try to be a little offbeat on this show. And, Sam, congrats on all your success, man, and happy holidays. Thanks, buddy. Really nice to talk to you. Yeah, Sam Borden, global sports correspondent, ESPN. Uh, you got to go read that story about Diggs. Stefan Diggs, man, is, I mean, what? It's just an incredible season. And it does pain me a little, Gavin, that when I looked at, okay, Tom Brady's leaving, Belichick's ancient, maybe the Jets can take over this division, that the Buffalo Bills have Josh Allen and Brian Dable and a pretty good, pretty damn good coach at McDermott. And it looks like they may now have control of the AFC. Which, which annoys the hell out of me. I, I, I like Flores. I don't know if I'm as in on Tua as everyone else. Um, I do think Brian Dayball will be leaving them this summer, though. Mm. So, they'll, honestly, maybe over to my team. Um, but the Dolphins, too, I mean, they're not going away easily. You know. Now, yeah. I do think that Tua will be the worst of the three quarterbacks that came out this year, but he might be in the best situation. So. Yeah, that's a good. And uh, listen, I'm not down. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is uh, what 98 percent to the Jets unless they somehow win a game. They're not winning this weekend at 17 and a half point dogs. But that all of a sudden that division, Tua, Josh Allen, and Trevor Lawrence. Like I don't know. I I, I want kind of want to make a case, and maybe I'll do it next. Um, or we'll do it next hour. But Marcus Mariota made him some money Thursday night. And does he make sense with Bill Belichick? Could that work? Mariota in New England? We'll talk about that next year on Fox Sports Radio. Feliz Navidad. Love that song. All right. uh, As much as I want to talk about Marcus Mariota and the Raiders, holy cow, we've got some big news. Let's go to Isaac Lohenkron. What's going down, Isaac, in the Big Ten championship game? 
Well, Jason, Ohio State has just announced that it will be without 22 players for today's Big Ten championship game against Northwestern, including star receiver Chris Olave, starting linebacker Baron Browning, and punter Drew Chrisman. So 22 Ohio State Buckeye players unavailable for today's Big Ten championship game against Northwestern, Jason. So the game, Isaac, kicks off at, I believe, 9 a.m. Pacific, right? Correct. So you're telling me. 70 minutes, 75 minutes before kickoff, they announced they're down 22 dudes. Mm-hmm. What are we doing, college? I mean, what's happening here? 70, they, they had to. Did they just test this morning? Is that what it is? They I, didn't I, test yesterday? I, I think what happens is I, I think these uh, schools are going to announce it at the last possible minute that they're regulated to. So uh, they don't cancel the game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for example, in the NFL, you don't have to release your inactives until, you know, 90 minutes before the game, and you don't have to put out your injury reports on, on the Friday before the game against a certain time. Right, so, but if somebody's know. on the COVID list on Tuesday, they announce it. Right, that's that's correct. That's a league mandated transaction, but it's more Wild West esque, if you will, in college football. Yeah, HIPAA, so, you know. Now listen, we don't even know who we don't have all twenty two names, correct? Uh, yeah, we actually do. We do. How many are starters? Uh, well, it's, it's at least the starting middle linebacker, starting uh, the star receiver o- Olave, their starting punter. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna have to cross okay. reference. So list let's here, just yeah. uh, uh, twenty two guys down. Let's guess four, maybe five starters. Okay. They're totally robbed of depth if someone comes up with an ankle, anything. Like depth could be an issue. The the way the strategy for Northwestern to stay in this game, and I should have just given out the college football picks earlier. Damn it. I would have looked so smart. I bet te- uh, Northwestern plus ten and a half in the first half. Now, I don't like Northwestern to win this game outright. However, their defense can be plucky. I like that word plucky. And Northwestern offensively can get a few first downs. This is not an Ohio State team with a juggernaut defensive end like one of the Bosa brothers or like a Chase Chase Young. They don't have that. And, you know, the defense has been had. Like, Indiana moved the ball on them with ease. And I think Northwestern, if you great coach in Fitzgerald, comes in with a really good game plan. Obviously, you need the ball first, so Ohio State can't score. You've got to basically come out and and empty your playbook in the first half and just to keep this game within striking distance. And I can see them being down 17-7, 17-10 at at halftime, and then you win your bet. Now, second half, you don't have to sweat it because I don't want to have to sweat going against Justin Fields in the second half. We've seen Ohio State just pull away time after time. It looks like, Isaac, I'm seeing another tweet from Pat Forty that um, there's. it looks like it's going to be there more than uh, three starters out. So it could be could be up to five. Yeah, two two key receivers. They're starting linebacker and they're starting punter, right. uh, which is not to be underestimated. Yeah, yeah. It, no field position is huge, obviously. And you know, if you're Northwestern, uh, you all of a sudden now, hey, hey, let's let's put on a punt block play. Let's give it a shot. Let's try a reverse on a return. Like this is your shot, Northwestern. Right? It's a Big Ten title game. How many chances are you going to get Ohio State? And now they're down twenty two dudes. How many guys travel? You think for that game, Gavin? Eighty five. Yeah, you'd have to think something like that. Yeah, you're not going to travel 100 guys. So if you travel 80, 80 guys and you're down 25, 22 guys, man. Now the next level thing, Isaac, I'm sure you're seeing this, is that there is a 21-day rule if you test positive. 
in the Big Ten, right? Right. So okay. that could affect their statuses for a potential college football playoff semifinal. And the thing is, obviously, uh, they're not mandated to announce officially whether these people have either tested positive or have been exposed, kind of like it is in, in the NFL, but it would still affect their eligibility. They're either going to be available or unavailable, yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, listen, they changed the rules to get Ohio State to play in the conference championship game so they could hopefully get them to the playoff. You would have to assume the 21-day rule is going to go out the window as well. Right? I mean, NFL is adjusted to what? Is it seven or five? I think it's maybe five uh, for contact tracing and seven if you test positive. You need several negative tests. Um, we know the NBA is going to adjust. This is the year of adjustment, folks. Like, just get real. Just accept it. It's it's not the end of the world. Look at the look at the Pac-12 title game. Who was supposed to be in it? Was it Washington, Gavin? Yeah, it so, was. So Washington. Washington was supposed to be in it. They had a million COVID tests, so they just took another team. Like that's where we are. It's guys. all adapting, and yeah. I I personally am at the point where I just think it's it's for PR purposes. Like, yeah. I, I wonder how much they actually care because they changed the rules. That, depending on what fits them, what they need. Yeah, and that's kind of, you know, I think adapting is the perfect word, Gavin. For instance, guys, as my wife loves to tell people, um, I love when the Christmas tree grows up. I don't love hanging all that stuff and bringing lugging the crap out of the garage so we can unbox it and put it on the tree. I like watching it. I'll take the pictures. But let me, let me dig into an NFL card, okay? While you guys do that and I put the Christmas music on. <laughs> this year, Gavin... Had to adjust. I said, okay, I'm going to hang a bu- I will lead the charge in hanging stuff on the tree. It's 2020, new Jason. You know, I can, I can, I can struggle. And, of course, what did I do that weekend in, in, the, Super Conte- in the NFL contest? One in four against the spread. I'm not going to blame it on the Christmas tree. All right, coming up next here, Fox Sports Radio, Week 15 NFL picks. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We're doing the damn thing! Hour number two here on Fox Sports Radio. It's me, ladies and gentlemen, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. And you know what we like to do to start the second hour of the show. We bring him in, NFL picks, but he also is a big Ohio State alum. Um, The news broke in the last 20 minutes that the Buckeyes will be down 22 players, um, including a couple, uh, their best receiver. Um, T.A., first of all, how are you? And then second of all, what's the reaction to the Ohio State news, and do you have money on the game? Hey, Jason. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not unexpected. Um, you know, there were rumors yesterday uh, that a Chris Olave, who's uh, their number one receiver, or uh, number you know number one leading receiver, uh, was going to miss the game and a few others. Uh, you know, Ohio State's got multiple four- and five-star guys uh, behind him. So that's not, you know, it's not the end of the world. And, um, you know, the line did drop a couple points yesterday, I think, in anticipation of this. I still think they're they're, they're going to overmatch uh, Northwestern. You look at Northwestern's defense, you know, they rank high, but, my God, they have faced nobody. I mean, they allowed a bad Michigan State offense to score 23 points on them. So I'm not, uh, you know, I, I need to, to kind of see it to believe it. still think this is going to be a three-touchdown win for Ohio State. Okay, I bet the – and I gave it out on the Straight Fire podcast. I bet 10.5 first half Northwestern um, – I, I, is that is that safe? I feel I feel all right about it. You know, t- down seventeen seven, twenty to twenty to ten at the half. It seems like it's maybe within reach. Yeah, look, Northwestern's always they're such a well coached team, and they actually have a you know fairly legitimate quarterback in Peyton Ramsey um, under center. So it's not it's definitely possible um, yeah. that they can come out fast. I, I just think Ohio State's just a totally different athlete. And you're yeah. you're talking about you're in a dome. You know, it's yeah. just a, a better better track. You know. You're going to be hanging by a thread, I think. (laughs) Do you have anything Um, actionable on Alabama, Florida? I took the over. I think I got 74, which is astronomical. And then Clemson, I I, unfortunately I loaded up on Clemson, and I hate it, ten and a half. But I mean, I'm heavy on that one. Yeah, I don't have anything you know that uh, tangible uh, to really add to those two. I mean, I I've been looking a lot less at college football this year. There's just so many guys that are in and out and. You know, I'm a stats guy, so you can't really crunch these numbers when you don't know who they faced with guys in and guys out and, you know, who the backups are in college. It's just really difficult. So, you know, I'll probably have a little bit of action on on Florida, I think, just because 
Um, there's probably an overreaction to what happened last week against LSU, and they're still a very talented team. And yeah. I know Bama's been dominant, but um, you know, I, I think getting floored at over 17 is probably the smart play. Yeah. Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Clemson to me is. Um, you know, if they went over that number without Trevor Lawrence, I don't know why you wouldn't take the over 60 with Trevor Lawrence. So I think that that total would be one that I would look at. Uh, All right, let's get to the NFL. Week 15, I think there's only one game matching teams with winning records. Uh, Let's start there. Chiefs, Saints, any edge either side. No Michael Thomas, Drew Brees in back as the starter. Chiefs fourth road game in five weeks. Uh, Haven't covered in five weeks. Do you have anything on that one? So I didn't take the side. I will say, you know, um, we, we do a Sharp Angles podcast um, uh, every Thursday. And, you know, this is before the Drew Brees news came out. And one of the, you know, Rich Rebar, who does our fantasy football analysis, you know, said he, he couldn't believe that the line was two and a half, three. And I said, well, that tells you right there that Drew Brees is going to play. Like, there's no reason that line it was going to dip from four below a key number to two and a half unless there's really smart people out there, sharp people that knew Brees was going to play. So that doesn't surprise me. You, here's here's what um, you know the way I look at this. So how do you kind of slow down? I put slow down in quotes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, you do it you know, historically. You've done it with with a pass rush where you don't have to blitz, right? So you get pressure uh, with your front four, um, kind of play everything in front of you uh, in the secondary, keep everything in front of you, um, and that's exactly what the Saints do. Saints are seventh in pressure rate, but they're only middle of the pack in terms of blitz rate, so they don't. They don't blitz to get their pressure, which is key. Now you have, you know, they don't have Mitchell Schwartz already missed the last few games at, at uh, right tackle. Uh, their left tackle, Eric Fisher, is questionable. Their backup, Mike Remmers, is questionable as well. And he's the backup to the, uh, he's been the right tackle since Schwartz has been down. So you might be without your top three tackles against a really good pass rush. You know, it's a lot harder to find the deep shots, Tyreek Hill and, yeah. and Hardman. Um, when you're being you're being blit or being rushed like that, so I think that's one way that they can definitely slow down Mahomes. So if both guys are out, I think that definitely is a clear advantage um, for the Saints up front. And then the other side of the ball, I mean, you know, the Kansas City defense has has you know struggled a little bit of late. They can't stop the run, so we know that that's what the Saints do. You know, does it hurt that Michael Thomas isn't playing? Sure. Um, I think this line is fair at three. I don't have an edge there, uh, personally, either way, but I think it would be a great game. I think that the Saints are going to put a lot more pressure on Mahomes than I think um, you know, the, kind of the general public expects. Yeah. We saw the Ravens try that. Uh, it did not work well. It did not work well. Well, the Ravens – no, no, no. So the Ravens are number one in the NFL in blitz rate. Yeah, that, See, that's, that's the, the thing, That's yeah. the difference. They don't generate pressure unless they blitz, and Mahomes destroys teams who blitz, and the, and the Saints are only average NFL team in terms of blitz rate. They get pressure without blitzing. That's how you. That's why the Chargers, who are who, who blitz the least amount in the and NFL, the Niners that's last why. Yeah. That's why they keep games close against Mahomes because they they get pressure with Bosa and Ingram and those guys, and they keep everything in front of them. That's why the Niners last year in the Super Bowl yeah. they they don't blitz either. They got all their pressure up front. So that that's the way. That's the formula to beat. So it looks same. like Remmers is doubtful on the injury report. Fisher is questionable. So. No depth at all. Uh, Fisher had a full practice Friday. I, I, yeah, I don't. I, I, I probably will stay away from this and try to enjoy watching it. Uh, is there a game you absolutely love uh, in this one? Uh, well, actually, today I like I like a game. Um, okay, I like the Panthers tonight. Yeah, um, I got them at nine. I don't know what it is in your contest. Eight. It looks like it's a eight and a half in the contest. I. Uh... This is perfect. I mean, this is a perfect setup for Teddy Bridgewater, who's just a covering machine. I mean, um, as an underdog, the, the Panthers are seven and three this year against the spread, 
and they're not going to fear this Green Bay team. They've, they've faced one of the toughest schedules in the NFL. Uh, they went into Kansas City and were leading a lot of that game. They lost by two points. They went into New Orleans with Drew Brees, and they lost by three points. Um, you know, they just lost uh, at Minnesota two weeks ago by one point is a good offensive team. So they've played some of the best offensive teams in the NFL. So, the, you know, they're not going to be intimidated by going up against Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Um, and again, they play kind of a soft zone. They, they try to, you know, uh, they don't want uh, big plays being thrown over their heads. So they keep everything in front of them and tackle well. So on paper, everyone looks at the Carolina numbers and it doesn't look great um, from a secondary standpoint, but they just are really well coached. So, um, but in terms of, you know, a cover, I mean, there's no quarterback I'd probably want in the NFL down, you know, uh, 10 points and needing to, to score a backdoor, you know, touchdown or field goal than Teddy Bridgewater. So I really like, really like that spot there for him. And you look at the, the defense for Green Bay, you know, they just aren't, the, they don't have the same pass rush that they've had uh, in the last couple of years. They're 22nd in pressure rate, um, and they face one of the softest schedules of opposing um, offensive lines in the NFL. Uh, they haven't really faced any good off line uh, like they will tonight. I mean, Carolina is actually fifth in the NFL in terms of uh, um, pressure rate allowed. So he's going to have uh, Teddy Bridgewater is going to have time to throw. He's 12th in the NFL with a clean pocket in terms of QB rating. He's got his his weapon back in DJ Moore. Uh, Mike Davis should be able to make some plays on the ground. I think this game's a lot closer yeah. than than you might think. So I think getting over a touchdown. Um, and that backdoor possibility is a really nice number for Carolina. I, I, I mean, I know it's square, but the, the the teaser, the Saturday teaser of Buffalo down to pick and Green Bay down to like one and a half or two or whatever it is, um, it feels like a layup, doesn't it? I mean, unless you think Denver's Drew Locke is going to do some major damage. Um, I mean, do you think I don't I actually like that over. over? I think yeah. there's going to be some points in that game. Yeah, I, but, but Denver's without their top five corners. Yeah. I mean, they're just Buffalo's going to spread them out and throw all over them. So I'm not worried on that end as much. I will just say that, like I said, Kansas City, uh, Caroline went into Kansas City, lost by two, and they lost by three at New Orleans. You never know. There might be a one- or two-point game here, so just be careful on that number. Mm. I'd almost rather do just a money line parlay. I, wouldn't, I would do a money line parlay, Green Bay, and uh, Buffalo. I, I think you'll get um, about the same odds. And you, you know, don't have to worry about you know a random one or two point you know yeah. win for Green Bay. So you mentioned the cluster injuries in the Denver secondary. I wrote about this in my weekly picks column at Fox that Philadelphia has a similar situation, and yep. they're facing an Arizona team that has run the most four wide receiver sets in the league this year. I would assume Kingsbury can have a lot of success with Kyler here. Uh, yes, there is some worry about the uh, Arizona defense showing up to stop the run, but. I, I irrationally like Arizona. I know it's a big number. Uh, Jalen Hurts on the road. I, I think Arizona wins and covers at home. I actually agree with you. I think I've got Arizona as well, uh, and you're right. I mean, the cluster injuries are pretty big. I mean, they're, they're already – the Eagles are without uh, Avante Maddox, who hasn't been great this year. Yeah. But, you know, that's still, um, still someone they've got to worry about uh, in the secondary. Um, Darius Slay's got a concussion. He has not passed protocol just yet. Um, he's questionable, and he hasn't played great, but at least he's a guy you could put on DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a veteran. The One of their backups, Grayland Arnold, who we've never heard of before, but he's right. questionable with a hamstring. Um, and they've already, you know, they've got a, a guy named Kevin Seymour um, who's going to fill in, um, who hasn't who's barely taken any snaps uh, this season. So, I mean, they've got guys you've never heard of in that secondary. Yeah. But they've lost. Um, you know, the only other guy they really have is Nicole Col- Colby Rope, uh, 
Nicole, uh, Nicole Roby. Why are we in production? I always get that. that yeah, there's three uh, names. Like, dude, come three on. names. Uh, <laughs> Roby Coleman. He's yes. uh, going to be the, uh, the, the most likely the, the slot corner. But make a long story short, their depth is really going to be tested. And like you said, against uh, a receiving core that you could spread out um, could be an issue. And we know the Eagles, where they struggle, is stopping the run in terms of quarterback runs. And we saw Daniel Jones has had two monster games yeah. on them. You know, we Lamar remember had a big stumbling. one too, yeah. Yeah, and Lamar had a big game against them. So I think, uh, you know, we saw Kyler run the ball a lot more last week. I think he had 13 carries after only producing a, a handful of carries the last couple of games. So I think they get that going, and that's an issue. And look, and Jalen Hurts played okay. He only attempted seven passes over 10 yards last week, okay? It was two of seven. So <laughs> everything was that quick RPO game. Um, they're going to be ready for it. They finally got film on them. You know, the Saints came in, you know, essentially cold, right? You just had no film on Jalen yeah. Hurts. I was surprised. Sure were you surprised said. that the Saints were bum-rushing off the edge and just opened huge lanes for Jalen Hurts? I mean, he was picking up like eight yards a carry. I, yeah, I was, I was stunned did. by that defensive strategy. Yeah, they were not ready for him, for sure. And so, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts is a good runner, but he's not not Lamar Jackson. He does not Kyler Murray. He doesn't have that speed to get around the edge. Yeah. So you can contain him. He's, he's more of a bigger bigger body he can run over you so i think there's ways to contain him if you if you kind of keep keep those lanes there um and i'm just not convinced that he's you know um gonna throw up and down the field so i think arizona if they get a lead early obviously that's gonna be a big deal whereas philly took the lead last week on yeah. the Saints. and look you got Taysom hill he's not a guy who's gonna come back so it's a different story with Callum murray so but i think if you get under seven here i think it's a good number for the for the Cardinals. all right so from a, a game we agree on to one we may disagree on now we've been on opposite sides on the miami dolphins a lot this year <laughs> um and, and it's you know I, they're the best covering team in the league 10 and 3 against the spread i i love the patriots here i, I mean I, I they're one and a half the lines come down i think it'll probably close around pick them um I don't even need to go into the Belichick versus rookie quarterbacks and Belichick knowing Tua because he knows Saban. And, um, Miami a little dinged up, but the receivers did practice. It doesn't look like Gisicki's going to go, the good tight end. Um, T.A., I don't know. Can you, can you back the Patriots here? Yeah, I mean, I actually like them in a teaser. I have them uh, at eight points in a tease mm. um, with the Browns actually a pick them. And, you know, like you said, the Belichick thing, it's, it's you know all over the place, so we already know all that. We saw what he did against Herbert. And Herbert's been awesome, except for that one game against Belichick. Um, so, you know, we, we don't have to rehash all of that. But like you said, uh, really, to me, the handicap was when you lose Devontae Parker and Jakeem Grant and Mike Gusecki, um, that's a huge deal. Now, how many of them are going to play? They've been, they were all limited. You know, I find it hard to believe that Gusecki's going to play. I mean, yeah. it, it was a bad shoulder injury, and he didn't, you know, he did not look good coming off the field. So even if he does play, how healthy is he? And if you lose Parker, I mean, what do you go to? You already lost Preston Williams. Lynn Bowden, baby. <laughs> yeah, you don't, yeah, exactly. And you don't have a great – this isn't a great passing offense to begin with. You're going to have to manufacture throws. And so, I mean, I think from that perspective, it keeps the game low scoring. And then the other side of the ball, we know Cam Newton's been terrible in terms of throwing the ball. But what does Miami do uh, best? They defend the pass. Yeah. But they don't defend the run. They're 23rd in DVOA against the run. They ran all over Miami in, in the opener. If you remember, that game was a 21, I think 21 to 12 final. Yeah. So you could see something similar here. I, I feel a little more, I feel a little better um, getting over seven on a teaser. But, you know, I think you probably are the right side. The only variable here that is unknown is now that New England is essentially out of the playoff race. This is the first time in Belichick's, essentially Belichick's career that's happened. 
Are the, are the players going to even mm. care about this game down in Miami? That's the one area where it's, it's, it's an unknown. Are yeah. they going to be fully motivated? I don't know, and we're not we're not sure until until we see kickoff. So well, that's well, yeah, actually, that, I hadn't thought about that. Now, if Buffalo loses, uh, that does open the door because the Patriots play Buffalo next week. And again, it's a long shot for the Patriots, but you're right that 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 could come into play. Um, let me hit you with one more totally random game, and I got a quick NBA question. Um, can you lay 12, 12 and a half with Pittsburgh? I know it's a big double-digit spread, but um, off two losses facing Brandon Allen or Ryan Finley, I-, I may just have to lay it with Pittsburgh. I don't love it, but, I mean, it's Cincinnati has been ghastly the last couple weeks. Yeah, so I'm not touching the side yet. I mean, maybe uh, come Monday night. I think you're the right side. You know, I've talked on this show, and I've just talked in general. You know, we've traded texts back and forth about how Tomlin on the road as a double-digit favorite is historically really, really bad. But that's because of motivation, typically. Well, Pittsburgh's going to be fully motivated after two straight losses. Um, and, you know, they still have a shot to get the number one seed, depending on what happens with the Chiefs and the Saints game on Sunday. And we'll know that going in. So especially if the Saints win, I think it, it adds even more fuel to the to the Steelers' fire here. But, um, you know, I mean, Cincinnati is just a dumpster fire offensively with either Brandon Allen or Ryan Finley. I think they have two offensive touchdowns since um, uh, Joe Burrow has gone out. And one of those was just a broken, kind of a broken play. Uh, it was a swing pass to Tyler Boyd, and he broke it 70 yards against Miami. You're probably not going to get that, you know, uh, that's kind of a fluky play that you don't expect to get anymore. Um, they couldn't score against, I mean, this bad Dallas defense. They scored seven points. Yeah. I mean, it, it was pretty bad. I, you know, I think Pittsburgh would be fully motivated. And I think offensively, you know, it, it's hard for the Steelers to throw the kind of short passing game dink and dunk offense against good defenses like Washington and Buffalo, um, et cetera. But against Cincinnati, which, you know, doesn't have a good secondary, you have a much better shot yeah. of producing, um, you know, marching up and down the field. So I think you're on the right side. Like I said, I haven't touched it personally, but I, I definitely, to me, it's Pittsburgh or pass. All right, 30 seconds. Is there an NBA futures bet, whether it's MVP, championship, team total over, that you got that that you absolutely love NBA? You know, I haven't. Yeah, I'll be honest, I haven't. Yeah, really, I know a lot. Uh, dug deep. I will say the one long shot MVP I took. Uh, just because, uh, and now it looks kind of stupid this week, but I took Ben Simmons MVP at sixty-six to one. You can get him at almost a hundred to one. I just uh, the, he's got shooters around him now. Um, his assist total could really um, skyrocket, and that mm. offense, that you know, more wide-open offense when you've got Danny Green and Seth Curry and some other shooters around him, might be a little more open for some lanes um, for him. So I think he's got a shot at you know if he could he can do kind of a Russell Westbrook average you know a triple double. He's got a shot, and I think Philly is a top three seed in the East. So, Ooh. you know, from a long shot perspective, he's a guy I would look at um, for, for MVP. You know, otherwise, I think maybe you know, look at Durant's numbers. I mean, he looks like looks pretty good in the uh, preseason so far. <laughs> so, I mean, if you can get over ten to one with him, he might be a long shot. But you know, those are those are just two guys that that I would you know maybe toss a few bucks at um, in terms of uh, MVP. But otherwise, I have not looked. Uh, I have not dug deep in terms of uh, win totals or anything yet. Yeah. The NBA season just has really quickly come upon us so um i haven't had the time to yeah look no no I, to- I totally hear that uh just quickly trying to look at the mvp uh yeah it's taking forever to load but uh all right ta anyways thanks a lot uh for the time good luck this weekend oh jason tatum plus 2650 any shot 
Well, I love Jason Tatum. Yeah, I thought uh, he should have gone number one in his draft. So <laughs> I, I've yeah. always loved him. Simmons um, is thirty-eight yeah. seventy. Wow, there's some good coin to be made there. All right, TA, have a great weekend. Good luck to your Buckeyes in the second half, of course. Uh, right, and uh, happy holidays, man. All right, you too. All right, uh, that was that was TA at Cleve TA on on Twitter. We do NFL stuff every week. And um, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, I think Isaac will tell us how many. Um, Ohio State starters are out. Iowa Sam will chime in as our regu- as our resident Midwest correspondent. He's here wearing a shirt that's very festive for a, and he's got a Lakers shirt underneath it. I just ordered that Lakers shirt for my my entire family. Sam, Lakers championship T shirt. Two Man. fans on the show. How we are that? nerds. <laughs> Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue while you prep your meats. That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. That's Springsteen, right, Sam? I was Sam? That's a top five Springsteen song. Um, 
30 minutes to championship Saturday in college football. Iowa Sam will check in shortly. I just want to say, this is super random. I don't know how many markets were in in, like, the South and Midwest. But, you know, you open Twitter sometimes just to see how people react to interviews and stuff you say on the radio. And somebody popped in a Dolly Parton video. Um, I guess this is, like, the 40-year anniversary of a TV show she had called 9 to 5. And every time I see a Dolly Parton video, oh, it's a movie, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's before my time, sorry, people. Uh, Every time I see, like, Dolly Parton talking, she just has this friendly, folksy thing about her that gives off good energy. And Kyrie Irving would love that, right? Mr. Sage-burning Kyrie Irving. Um, And so I decided, you know, what's her story? I don't know Dolly Parton's story. I just know, you know, obviously she's attractive and, you know, uh, long-time career. So I start reading her story. One of 12 kids. She was born in a one-room cabin in Tennessee. Like, what a great story. Married to the same guy her entire career. Do you know how hard that is to do in the show business game? Just stay married to one person? Like, Dolly Parton's done so much for charity. Like, this is a good story. This really is an uplifting story. Go go read about Dolly Parton. Also, she was on a show that I'll never forget. I was a young kid, and I had, like, a sick day or whatever. And I turn on the TV and, like, Love Boat's on. And my mom and I watch it together. And, like, I just started to like Love Boat. And I think the episode I saw with Dolly Parton was in it. And, like, Love Boat's a great show, by the way, people, if you can search for it on your cable. Although, I guess now people are cutting cable and only watch, like, YouTube TV. So maybe you can't find Love Boat. But that's a good show. Um, And Dolly Parton, just there's something about her. Isn't there, Iowa Sam? She just has a, like, on a likability index, she's got to score off the charts. Yeah, she's very likable. Um, she's a national treasure. I mean, she's done. She has a quite a catalog of good music. Honestly, yeah. I mean, she has you know different sounds throughout the uh, decades, and uh, she has a she has, yeah, she's an incredible artist. She's a hall of famer. I think I got to work. On, I like how you said that a national treasure. I've got to work on my likability index in 2021. People seem to be angry at me on social media, and that's probably the nature of social media. I'm a very happy guy, guys. I I, I am honestly like. I'm loving life. We have, it's my daughter's birthday, you know, right around the holidays. So we have a big quotes party happening. Uh, Obviously, you can't have a lot of people. So we're doing like the, hey, two friends show up for an hour and then they leave. And then two other friends show up. And we have this like winter wonderland thing. We're getting snow delivered. Um, It's going to be cool. And like, I'm going to be doing that today and probably following the games on my phone. And I'm not going to be angry. Uh, I'm not really an angry person by nature. I'm happy to be alive. as bad as 2020 has been, my family's healthy. Uh, nobody in my immediate circle has, con- well, no, nobody in my family has contracted COVID. We have two friends who have gotten it. Uh, they seem fine. Um, life's good. And, you know, Dolly Parton put it, puts a smile on your face. So uh, go go watch a YouTube video, a video about her or something during the commercial break. But coming up next, eventually we will get to the Big Ten Championship. It kicks off in 30 minutes. Ohio State down 22 guys. Uh, we still have to do something on the Philadelphia Eagles and Carson Wentz. Um, we had another topic. I mean, there's just, I don't know if there's going to be enough time in the show. There's never enough time. Isaac Lohenkron, what is trending? We've got that Big Ten championship game, and as promised, the rundown of the 22 Ohio State players who are going to be unavailable. And as a preview of coming attractions in a moment, we will have more 
Dolly Parton details since you are suddenly a big fan. She's actually flat out amazing. But first, 22 Ohio State players unavailable for today's Big Ten Championship game against Northwestern kicking off at the top of the hour. That includes star receiver Chris Olave, starting linebacker Baron Browning, and punter Drew Chrisman. In fact, Jason, Chrisman has just tweeted that he has tested positive oh. for COVID. Chrisman says... While the virus has not been pleasant, he is doing well. One other note, Ohio State starting safety Marcus Hooker is listed as a game-time decision. So Hooker is starting safety, game-time decision. One offensive starter, Olave, confirmed out. One defensive starter, Baron Browning, confirmed out. And their punter, Drew Chrisman, confirmed out. Illinois hired Brett Bielma as its new head coach. Bielma, previously the head coach at Wisconsin and Arkansas, spent this season in the NFL as the Giants' outside linebackers coach. He will be leaving that job immediately and immediately beginning his duties at Illinois. Three conference championship games last night. Oregon over 13th-ranked USC in the Pac-12 championship game. Ball State wins the MAC championship game over Buffalo in the conference USA championship game. Alabama-Birmingham claiming the crown over Marshall 22-13. to And now, Jason, a couple of more Dolly Parton tidbits yeah, here we just go. for you. So the Moderna COVID vaccine. She got it? No. Oh. Partly funded no. by a million-dollar donation oh. by Dolly Parton. That's... In addition, and uh, this is notable for those of us with young kids out there, she has this amazing program uh, called the Dolly Parton Imagination Library, and you can register your child, and they will send your child, like, a book every month from, like, early childhood for, for a number of years, and nearly 2 million kids across the country and the world are registered for this. In fact, my own kids, she has this thing on YouTube where she reads children books as story time for kids, and, and we watch Dolly Parton reading, you know, Llama Llama Red Pajama. <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> Isaac Lowenkrop. We're just educating on this show, folks. Uh, I'm going to go down a Dolly Parton rabbit hole here pretty soon uh, during our next commercial break. I know Gavin's a fan. He mentioned the book program to me uh, earlier. Um, and you never know. You're going to turn on your Saturday, your radio show on a Saturday morning, expecting to hear three hours of football, and we'll work in some Kyrie Irving, Sage, um, Dolly Parton, and uh, who knows what else. I, I, I don't know where we're going to go. Uh, by the way, I finished Undoing. Gavin, have you finished it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Iowa Sam, have you seen it? Oh, boy. I, I'm not allowed to ask Iowa Sam about TV shows. I was Since close. the last dance, I'm not allowed to ask him about his shows anymore. <laughs> I keep up on some shows. Okay. I've been I've been watching this show on Nat Geo called Trafficked. Oh, I heard about that. Okay, there's one about uh, performance-enhancing drugs, steroids, that will absolutely make— it'll blow your mind. You'll cringe all the way through. No, I just I watched need, it last night. I don't need cringeworthies. It is so crazy. This one on steroids is called Trafficked with Mariana Von Zeller. Great show. Holy crap. Um, so they're saying steroids are bad. Oh, yeah. No, it's this, like, underground world of, like, roiding and, and bodybuilding and stuff. But then there's ones, there's episodes on scams coming out of different countries, like scam calls. Yeah. Lottery scams and also uh, counterfeiting money. It's mm. very fascinating. So show. speaking of that, uh, I somebody told me about this, I guess, this app you can get. Or, or some, it's something to add to your phone so that when you get one of those spam calls, it says spam risk as opposed to just yeah. like 844 or whatever the number is. I have that on my iPhone. Occasionally it'll say scam likely. Yes. 
I just don't answer those anymore. I'm, I don't answer any calls that are like from some random state at like, you know, eight in the morning. Yeah, I, I did made a mistake answering one of those this week because somebody had told me literally five minutes earlier in a text message, I'll call you on this. But they had moved recently and I thought they were calling from their landline in the new area. And I, oh, it's idiotic. You felt like such a jackass. I can say jack. Okay, I'll stop. Your easy line. rule is to just oh. not answer the phone if you don't. Yeah, just don't a answer. Message. If Who it's calls a, people anymore? If it's a number, you know, yeah. if, if it's not a contact of yours, don't answer. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, all right, so what are we? Oh, we're going to do some uh, championship Saturday. Um, can we even use that SEC championship music? No, we can't. Okay. Well, can you get some music while we get the rattle the picks off? The game start in 25 minutes, I understand. Um, uh, the Northwestern line has come down. Because of the 22 Ohio State Buckeyes out, it looks like four starters. Now, folks, you know what's going to happen. Now that everybody's like, oh, oh, Northwestern has a chance. Ohio State's going to probably win 49 to 14. But I have bet Northwestern plus 10 and a half in the first half in hopes that Pat Fitzgerald can deliver. Do you have any action on this game, Gavin? I have none action right now. What I am waiting on this weekend is a Colts victory so their future can hit over oh, 10 yes. wins. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Look at that. Uh, all right, Iowa Sam, um, Big Ten, Big 12 yes. correspondent. What is your pick here? For Ohio State Northwestern? Yeah. Uh, I like um, I like Ohio State to cover just barely something like 37 yeah. to 20. Okay. 38-21. I don't think it'll be 49-14 territory. I just think that Northwestern's defense is too good to allow over, you know, 42, 45 points. Okay, looks like the line has come down to 17, some 16 and a halves. Interesting. Um, all right. I guess we'll talk about the Big 12 game. Is it the Big 12 title game or just the Big yeah. 12 game? No, no, no. Okay. It's a Big 12 title um, game. It, since Dr. Nobody's, Pepper. Nobody's going to the playoff. I don't really know what's going on in this game. Well, I can I can bring you up Tee it up. Here. Go ahead. So uh, it's number six, Iowa State, taking on number 10, Oklahoma. I believe the line now is six. Five and a half. half. Five and a half, yep. Uh, I think Iowa State's won like five in a row. Oklahoma's won a a handful of games in a row as well. So this is a a rematch of a 37-30 loss for Oklahoma versus Iowa State er, earlier this season in Ames, Iowa. So it should be a great game. Oklahoma's defense has definitely tightened up for the season. So, it's, so uh, let me see. Let me see. Raining... So a year ago at this time, Lincoln Riley was all the rage. Is he going to go to Dallas? Right. Who right. wants him? And now he's facing the prospect of losing to Iowa State twice. <laughs> I know Matt Campbell's a good coach. Oklahoma has won six straight. Before that, they had lost two straight. That was the Kansas State Iowa mm, State right. uh, meltdown. Uh, Start out the year one and two. Okay. So what's the pick here? Spread five and a half. Uh, Iowa State. I do think Iowa State wins this game. I just think that wow. they've had a charm season. You know, Brees Hall was the offensive player of the year. Uh, they also had the defensive player of the year, coach of the year, and Matt Campbell. Um, I like uh, I like Iowa State here. I just think that they've got too much good mojo going. Mojo. All right. Alabama, I don't know if they cover, but we'll Alabama, see. Florida is looks like there's some Al- uh, some Florida money coming in. It was 17. I'm seeing a 16, a 15 and a half. Wow. Um, I, I I'm surprised people are betting on Florida here. Uh, Alabama, I'm being told this is by far the greatest team in the country. Gavin, I don't know if you've watched enough. They're they're just blitzing teams, just crushing them by like 50. Yeah, uh, no, they're unreal. Mac Jones, Heisman. Uh, this is actually the Heisman matchup right here. You got Kyle Trask on the other side. So it's Tra- is that where we are in the Heisman? Oh my gosh, Kyle Trask 
who you wouldn't know if he delivered you DoorDash uh, last year at this time. And then Mac Jones, uh, okay, I guess that's it. Um, I bet the over 74 feels like a 49, uh, you know, 30 kind of game. Iowa Sam, any any vibe here? I think I mean I think Alabama is far and away the best team in the country just because they've gotten through all their games and they there really hasn't been a close one. I don't yeah. think. Maybe that Georgia game for a little bit was close, and then they end up winning by I think 17. But it's a tough read, right? Because Georgia's down, LSU's down, and like, do we believe in Florida off the loss last week? I think Alabama. I think Alabama covers this uh, 16. I'm seeing here. All right, so those are the big games today in college football. We rounded out with Clemson, Notre Dame. I loaded up on Clemson. Uh, Notre Dame's defensive coordinator just took the Vanderbilt job. So what does he do all week? Well, you got to build a staff. You got to hit the recruiting trail. You got to call all recruits. You got to get the letters out. I mean, you really have to focus on building next year's team. How much are you focusing on Trevor Lawrence? Like, just think about it, guys. When you're when you have a job and you're applying for a job, another job in another company and interviewing elsewhere, how much are you locked in on your own work? I'm not saying he's punting the game and not focusing, but wouldn't be surprised if Clemson came out and you know Trevor Lawrence dropped 45 on the Notre Dame defense. We saw his backup have a lot of success uh, in the first meeting, and Clemson was down three starters in that game on defense. Um, I, I I like Notre Dame, but I, I bet Clemson fairly big here. Gavin, anything? Uh, I would go with you on that. I mean, at some point, the experience matters, and Dabo Sweeney yeah. is just unstoppable in the postseason. So, I, I would roll with Clemson. I was Sam. I assume I also like Clemson. Yeah. I like Clemson in this rematch. Gavin, you know, in betting, when you see a public dog, you're like, "Ooh, go the other way." <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. A lot of people are on Notre Dame, and it's like, "Oh, well, Notre Dame won the first meeting. They're getting ten points at a neutral site." Like, what, what's going on here? And I then, think if you dive deeper into who is betting on Notre Dame, I mean, just like you said, it's the public. Yeah, yeah. The really sharp guys, I think, are on, on Clemson. Clemson yeah. All right, so Big Ten title game here in 20 minutes, the early kickoff. I'm assuming no fans at this game, right? It's on. I see on TV it looks like tarp over all the seats. Um, yeah, I don't even know if there's going to be a – Family members of the teams there, but yeah, there's there's no fans. Yeah, you know, there. we might get into that next hour, Gavin. Remind me, uh, we didn't get to it yet. But this whole like Brian Kelly and who was the other one? Dabo, Dabo Sweeney. Yeah, they they were basically saying we don't want to go if you can't have your fan, friends and family. And the Rose Bowl saying yeah, that's not allowed. I, jeez. All right, coming up next year, uh, quickly, Giannis and the Supermax. I haven't touched it. We'll do a quick thing on that and maybe also squeeze in the Eagles and Wentz before we get to the final hour here on Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin 
Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of General Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is why he's the best in the business. Iowa Sam delivering Dolly Parton. Puts a little glisten in your eye, doesn't it? I don't know about that. Um... When the tree is lit and the fire's burning and the lights are dimmed, get a little emotional listening yeah. to this song. It's nice. I wish I had, like, you're right, a fireplace and some hot chocolate. Actually, I'm not a hot chocolate kind of guy. Don't love hot chocolate. Um, what about apple cider? <laughs> with bourbon in it. Apple cider with bourbon in it. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, it's me, Jason McIntyre. I asked for a personalized whiskey barrel for Christmas. I don't think I'm going to get it. Um, I saw it on, like, the Today Show or one of those morning shows. It's like a small barrel but holds whiskey, and it looks cool. Like one of those uh, barrels that, like, a dog would have around its neck, like, up in the, in the Yeah, Alps. one of those. And it, like, sits, and then it has a spout. It looked awesome. Has a little cork opening. I don't think the wife's going to get it for me. That'd be She's pretty like, neat. Do you, how often do you drink whiskey? Once every four months? It's like, well, I might start in 2021 if this crap doesn't end. Um, yes, uh, Everybody's close to their breaking point, folks. I just have done an astounding Google search of a barrel with a dog. I didn't know this was a thing. It, it's old I, school. So those yeah. dogs were sent what, up into I the mountains. A rod or something? Well, it was for, uh, it was just like going back in like the hundreds, a hundred years ago where someone would be trapped like in an avalanche and a dog would have this barrel of whiskey or something Looks around like its neck. It's like a St. Like, Bernard, yeah. typically. And then it would like it would provide it would go run up there give this person the avalanche stuck there this whiskey so that they could like die a 
a death that wasn't painful or something. See, now there's know. just an app for uh, that. Yeah. 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 Uh, we might need more research on this. Yeah, might need a tad more research. Iowa Sam is just going off on that one. Okay. Um, but that would be a great gift. That sounds like a wonderful The whiskey gift. barrel or the yeah, one for the, the dog's neck? Well, also the dog. Uh, yeah, I love yeah. dogs. You, got the, um, you, you and yeah. the wifey have the dog. I can say wifey is a joke. <laughs> yeah. I, I, nobody likes that. She got but. me a cool... Um, uh, what do you call those? The, you know, a, a decanter is that the oh, word? Oh yeah, decanter. Yeah, very cool. And it was yeah. personalized with my name. And oh, that's came nice. with a great bottle of scotch. That's Excellent impressive gift. when you have like people over and you just break out a decanter and oh, you're like, yeah. oh yeah, let me do this. Yeah. Like this guy's highbrow. Little do they know it's Jim Beam in there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny story. So my daughter comes to me and she's like, Dad, um, the, our my friend said that they get to open a Christmas gift on. Christmas Eve. Do you think we could do that? And I was like, well, what did mom say? And she's like, she said no. But me and Bryce are going to vote yes. Could you come on our side? <laughs> and I was like, You guys have fuck. never done that? You've never nah, done that? No, no, we just, no, we don't. We don't. We do the stocking on uh, the Christmas morning and then just all the presents on Christmas Day. So I said, okay, fine, we'll do it. So now we won the vote and we're going to open a present on Christmas Eve. So, anyways, all right, let's get to actual sports. Um, Quickly, Marcus Mariota, Gavin, does he quarterback the New England Patriots next year? Because Patriots are not going to have a top 10 pick. Uh, it doesn't look like Cam's going to be long for there. Stidham don't look like the guy. I thought Mariota looked fresh and really, really impressive. I know the Chargers weren't ready for him. But Marcus Mariota, is he quarterback in the Patriots next year? If I mean, not, I where? would think Mariota looks like what they wanted out of Cam. You know, being able to mm, run the yeah. ball scheme-wise. I would like him. Also, I just mentioned it in the break. Matthew Stafford, mm. I think, would be a good fit in the in New England. Yeah, it looks like I just don't know why people would get rid of Stafford. He's good. He's a tough guy. I like him. Um, I, I think he wants out of there. Like mm. we cannot win. Yeah, no matter what that. happens. Um, looks like he's going to start. By the way, against Tennessee, uh, I'm not touching that game. All right, uh, Eagles and Carson Wentz. So I, I was looking as hard as I could to be interesting on where could Carson Wentz end up. The problem is he's got such a big cap hold next year that it's like they can't do much with him. They gave him this massive deal. It really starts in earnest next year. And it's like they can't cut him. They'll have to eat so much dead money that you just can't do that. So what they could do is trade him. And obviously the Colts are going to come up as an option given the Frank Wright connection. and. I, are you trading for Carson Wentz at that salary? I, I don't know that that makes Here's sense. Here's the thing. Phillip Rivers this year cost $25 million. Why would you bring in Carson Wentz, who's $35 yeah. million, and he's not playing as well as Rivers yeah. is? I, think, I don't think they're going to be able to move Wentz, and they can't cut him. So then you get the embarrassment of starting, if Jalen Hurts wins the job, a, a guy who's making no money, second-round money, and and like – you got 35 mil on the bench. Like, that's just, uh, it's a rough situation in Philly. All right, let's quickly pivot um, to the Giannis Supermax. And I know we're wrapping up a lot of random stuff here. But um, I read something smart uh, about how the best stories have two elements, a desire for something and some type of opposition. And the desire for Giannis, obviously, obviously, is to win a title. And... The opposition is like, well, we want Giannis, but you want a title, come to us, says Miami, says Dallas, says everybody. And Giannis decided to sign the Supermax now. 
right? Biggest contract in NBA history for a guy who just took up the sport 13 years ago. It's a great story. But for it to become a really great story, he's got to carry them to the championship. And I I can see this going spectacularly bad. Do you know what the pressure is going to be on Giannis now? You signed the Supermax. You got Holiday. Give us a title. Like before it was like, oh, Budenholzer, he can't coach in the playoffs. Now it's going to be, yeah, Giannis, you got you to take us to the promised land, buddy. I don't know. I don't think this is going to work out long term for the Bucs. All right, coming up next year, final hour. I will not give you play-by-play of the Big Ten title game, but we will talk about it. We'll do a little more college football, some NBA. Keep it locked. Hour number three here on Fox Sports Radio. It's high noon on the East Coast, ladies and gentlemen. It's me here on the West Coast, 9 a.m. Fox Sports Radio. I am coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Big 10 championship about to kick off from Lucas Oil Stadium. Wow, there are fans there, Iowa Sam. I'm seeing people on the lower bowl. Uh, a smattering, if you will. Um and there's college basketball tipping off. I didn't realize Gonzaga, Iowa today. Yep. Holy yeah, cow! Are you going to give us a full preview of that game? Gonzaga's looking stacked. They haven't played in two weeks because of COVID, mm. so they're only at three and zero. But uh, should be a good game. Iowa today. has the big fella Garza. Garza. He he's uh, he's like a folk hero there. Is he the biggest deal in Iowa since Roy Marble? No. Sure. He's well, big. I'll just say he's put in that work. I'll just put in. I'll just say he's put in that work, son. Um. He's a worker. Steve Alford was Indiana? Uh, he coached at Iowa, too. He coached at Iowa. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of the biggest— He played Iowa, at Indiana. Played at Indiana. Yeah. Who, biggest uh, Iowa college basketball players. Roy Marble's up there. Um, Luke. Is there a Luke? No. B.J. Armstrong. Sure, sure. Iowa, Iowa basketball. It's uh, maybe headed to the Final Four this year. Louisville just tipped off against uh, Wisconsin. This is a nice little showdown. Uh, this is a great weekend for sports. Um, it's not like anybody out there is going holiday shopping, right? You're doing it all from home. Folks, this might be the first year ever where I just ordered everything online. Oh, geez. I know that's not At good. At this time? I know that's not good. It's Man. suboptimal. I know. You, now, some of it have been has been local businesses, not all Amazon. Um Local business online is better than nothing, right? Yeah. No, that's good. I mean, you got to do your part to help out um, the local businesses. That's important to the community. Uh, I, I saw this. I don't know if I've talked about it on here or not. I saw this clip from the Wall Street Journal, this video. There was a small town in some, uh, I think it's in South Korea, where they were doing the stimulus package where they gave everybody a certain X amount of money. And... Um, Obviously, everybody in America hears that and thinks socialism and panics. But in this town, there was restrictions on the money. You could only spend it locally. You could not spend it at a local chain. You can't go to Burger King and spend the money that the state's giving you. Um, The other thing is when the government shuts you down and says you can't work and then gives you money, that's not socialism. If we were running like normal. Yeah. And just handing out money, that's that's different. Right, right, right. That's a good point. (laughs) Um, Telling you you can't work. Shutting down business is upset. I got to say, um, we, we run a rogue um, basketball game at, uh, at our house uh, with, you know, second and fourth graders. Parents wear masks and everything. And, uh, 
you know, we had a game this week. And one of the dads showed up who I haven't seen in a while. Big business guy, um, has multiple businesses. He's doing extremely well. I won't say his name. And um, I said, what's going on, man? How you doing? How you holding up? I hadn't seen him in maybe a month. First thing he says, I got to get the bleep out of here, man. Like with a stone cold face, Gavin. I was like, oh, I guess you saw the Elon Musk story in the Wall Street Journal. He's gone. Rogan's gone. All the rich guys. This guy's not on that level rich. Um, but I said, dude, you just, uh, I'm not I'm not giving up too much info on him. So he just bought two plots. Uh, he bought a house um, on a plot and another one, and he's going to knock down the houses and build like a big compound. And he's like, I, I already regret the deal. I, I got to get out of California. And a lot of business owners are saying that. And I know Gavin feels the same way. Just the restrictions on is bad. I mean, the, we know but, this and is going to end soon. There's even within the state, you know, living in L.A. is the most restrictive. You know, like, yeah. so there's other places in the state that are better to move. Right. But L.A. is. But what are you going to go to? No disrespect. What are you going to go to? Sacramento? No, no. I'm just saying, like, we're trying to move back down to Orange County. Yeah. There's a lot more, a lot different down there. Um. And at the same time, like, listen, for sports, this Rose Bowl issue is becoming legit. Uh, do we have the Brian Kelly audio? So um, the Rose Bowl is one of the playoff games this year, right? And they're saying no fans, no family, nobody. And Brian Kelly and I think Dabo Sweeney have come out publicly and been like, that's garbage. What are you talking about? It's safe for the players, but it's not safe for the family members? What? And listen, I like Dabo Sweeney a lot. I don't like a lot of the stuff he said in the last year, but I like his story and uh, everything he's done for that Clemson program. Um, but he's right here, isn't he? Hey, you guys can put your game on and make a lot of money off the backs of these college football players, uh, but you can't have any other their family members come out and watch them. Here's the Brian Kelly audio. He's really ticked off. They got to figure out how to make sure that whatever sites they play at, that the parents are going to be watching their sons play. Because it is an absolute shame and a sham if parents can't be watching their kids play. And you're going to tell me we're going to have a playoff and maybe one site can have families and the other can't. Please. I'm not sure we'll play in the playoffs if parents can't be there. Why would we play if if you can't have the families at the game? So a bowl game? Yeah, we would opt out. If if you can't have families at bowl games, I mean, why would you go to a game where your families can't be part of it? What what's the sense of, of playing a game, you know, in in a in an area of the country where, you know what I mean, nobody can be part of it. So we also have Dabo Sweeney very upset about the college football playoff in uh at the Rose Bowl. It makes no sense to me to put a bunch of kids on a plane and fly them all the way to California to play in an empty stadium. That it makes zero sense when you have plenty of stadiums right here where you can have fans. And most importantly, you can have families. And, uh, and you know, there's a stipend involved, too. Families get twenty five hundred bucks. It should be the same for, for all four teams as far as the opportunity that you have fans, parents, et cetera. I gotta, I gotta agree with them, guys. I, I, college football has royally screwed up this year. I mean, it's just been a one disaster after another. 
I mean, why play the game at the Rose Bowl when there's going to be no fans? Do you know, I got to say, um, the pageantry of the big college football games on championship weekend, specifically the SEC, SEC championship, every year I love it. The, the theme songs, the fans are freaking out. Um, usually Alabama and Georgia are, are in it. And it, it's just an awesome vibe and energy. And that is because of the fans. And to not have that at the playoff, I don't know, man. It, it's I got to I got to side with Dabo. Uh, Iowa Sam, resident college football expert. Are you with Dabo and Brian Kelly here? Uh, to a certain degree, but then I'm also like, if 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 it's not going to work, then just play the game. Just go play the game. What do you mean if it's not going to work? If they don't get their way, then just go play the game. Yeah, don't I don't sit I, out. I, I can't imagine that they would sit out. But at the same time. What's a college football playoff without Notre Dame and Clemson? What, what are you going to put Cincinnati in there? <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> Coaches have the power. By the way, let me interrupt for a second and say, I saw a preview for a movie called Safety on the Disney Plus, maybe? Have you guys, have, has anybody watched it? Either of you guys? I've seen, no. I've seen a preview for okay, it. Okay, so, so I saw the preview one night. I'm like half asleep. And I'm bolt up. I'm like, this looks amazing. This looks incredible. I'm watching it with the kids. And it came out streaming, I guess, eight days ago. I just want to see if anybody saw it, if it's appropriate for kids. It seems like a, you know, it seems like it's set at Clemson. And as I'm watching the preview on YouTube, um, I'm like, wait a minute. This is pretty savvy to set it at Clemson, a heartwarming story. Young kids under the age of like 13 are going to watch this. And it's going to look awesome at Clemson which has one of the best football facilities. I'm curious as to who who made this movie and where's the backing and funding behind it because it almost looks like a big recruiting movie, right, for Clemson. When you start to think about it on that level, I mean, it's so many. In, in the trailer, which looks uh, hypnotic, um, the Clemson colors, the stadium, everybody's pumped up and fi- it, it looks awesome. It's like, I want to go there and be part of that. Uh, I would say, did you get that vibe when you saw the – yeah, it looks like it it casts Clemson a very favorable, oh, yeah, favorable, hospitable I'm, light. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be looking into that during the commercial break. Uh, very curious. So Iowa and Gonzaga is an early tip off. I don't know where they're playing this game. They are playing at the Sanford Pentagon in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. This is a true neutral site matchup. No fans in the stands. Maybe in, maybe in parents South are South Dakota. Yeah, the Sanford Pentagon which is this arena there in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I thought South Dakota was having major, major COVID issues. Well, who isn't, you know? Who isn't? Well, I mean, so like we got worse than normal. We got Iowa at number three and Gonzaga at number one, who hasn't played in a few weeks. but uh, It's a good matchup. There's some big boys in this cool. game. And then Oklahoma driving already on Iowa State. Big Ten Championship about to kick off. It's a good good sports weekend. We got a lot going on. Get, yeah. a, get yeah. excited. Louisville getting beat up by Wisconsin in hoops early. And there's NFL later. Oh, gosh, I'm giddy. And then I'm I'm getting texts from all my friends on the East Coast about oh we just got hit with snow I gotta go I gotta go snow blow my driveway for the second time. My brother was playing all time quarterback in a neighborhood pickup football game with a bunch of like elementary middle school kids. <laughs> I'm like that sounds fun, but I, I don't want to play in the cold. You know had that big um, nor'easter. Uh, they did, yeah. Um, my, you know our in laws are on the East Coast and like the whole Northeast is just blanketed. Uh, I will say, I don't miss that. When we moved here uh, four and a half years ago, two things I was like, 
excited to get rid of was my generator. Yes, I owned one. And our snowblower. I gave them both to my brother, actually. Uh, and he's using them. Getting a lot of mileage out of those. I don't miss them at all. Um, things I'm looking to add in 2021 out here in L.A., uh, a surfboard. And um, maybe a second surfboard. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding around. I, I don't Did know. you ask Santa? I did not. No, I, I'm not going to do that now. Um, anyways, what, what else? is there, uh, You know what? Why don't we go to break and come back? we got a good guest coming up uh, here in about 15 minutes. Um, he wants to take Jared Dudley for t- to task for what he said last week on the show. Uh, I don't want to tease it too much, but I'm curious as to your thoughts, Gavin. Just let this marinate during the break. Um, when the media says something's going to happen and it doesn't, we kind of rip them. What about when players say stuff? Dudley saying that Harden was getting dealt in 10 days. Um, if that doesn't happen, should people rip Jared Dudley? Now, I would say no. Jared Dudley's a great guy. He came on our show. You asked him a question and he, and he gave you an yeah. answer. And here's the other thing. We had the guy from OutKick on recently, Ryan Glassbeagle. Um, nobody cares if you're wrong anymore. Like, I was a little ticked off at Adam Schefter for saying that Cleland Farrell wasn't going to play against the Jets. And then all of a sudden I look out and Cleland Farrell's forced two fumbles. Jason, there are some hosts that uh, a few weeks ago were saying someone uh, in Vegas was the coach of the year, and then now they're calling for his job. So people can take any take they want. And no one will hold them to task for it. So. Wait, wait. I don't just even know saying. who you're talking about. We'll talk about it during the break. Okay. <laughs> uh, and listen, I'm sure people are saying right now, well, Jason, what about Joe Judge and the fight? Hey, um, by the way, what has Joe Judge said? Has he denied it? Has anybody talked to Colombo? I'm sticking by my story. Maybe somebody, will, maybe somebody will get one of them on the record about it. Hey, yeah, we had a tussle. There was a dust up. We ended things. Anyways, we're going to go to break on that note. We'll come back. Uh, I'll give out a couple week 15 NFL winners. And by then, Ohio State and Northwestern will have kicked off. I love a good um, socially distant coin flip. Look at how spaced out everybody is. Uh, as o- Oh, by the way, Oklahoma just got in the end zone. Did Iowa State fumble the punt return? Something happened. Flag? They just drove down the field and scored. Oh, okay. That's what happened. We'll be back in a few minutes here on Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Be of good cheer. Ohio State Northwestern underway. Buckeyes get a first down. Fields just uncorked a 60-yarder that was incomplete. Um... Iowa-Gonzaga, this is a good game, by the way. I don't know if you're watching it. Very contested back and forth. Good offense, good defense. Guys just making shots. It's a great sports day. Get fired up as Ohio State now moves into Northwestern territory. Um, The first play of the game, Justin Fields dropped back. His first read was taken. Second read was taken. Third read off the guy's hands, and it looked like the linebacker could have picked it. Do you guys know what that would have meant for my first half bet? an interception on the first play deep in Ohio State territory. Oh, it would have been so sweet. But alas, it was not to be. All right, I'm not going to give you every play. Um, Let me give you some of my picks. Now, if you guys listen to my daily podcast, Straight Fire, you know some of these. Um, But I also do a Week 15 picks column for Fox Sports. I put that on my IG. Um, I I know it's risky to do unders. Right, especially in the year where September was the highest scoring month in NFL history. I just I think the Rams Jets is a dead under 44 and a half. Now the numbers come down, which is good for me, not good for you if you're just making the bet now. Um, but I looked at every Rams home game. Okay, the Rams, by the way, have an elite defense. I'm talking like one of the three best in the league. Okay. These are the Rams totals. In their home games. So far. Oh, no, wait. Yes, yeah, so far this season. At SoFi Stadium. One game has got to 43 points. Now was the 49ers-Rams game a couple weeks back. Um, everything else under. Cowboys were there in the opener. Landed on 37. I don't know specifically if that's about the something going on in the stadium. The travel. I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. The Rams defense obviously plays a part. Rams are a really good running attack. They like to get the lead and they just ground away instead of letting Goff make potential bad mistakes. Um, I like that under. Think about the Jets here, folks. Jets flew out to Seattle last week. Uh, kicker misses three field goals. They get destroyed. Game stayed under. Then they fly back to New York. 
Then they fly back to L.A., and they're facing a better defense than Seattle. Now, the one play against the Jets-Seattle under here, uh, I'm sorry, Jets-Rams under, is next week. The Rams play Seattle probably for the NFC West. Huge game. And you could look at it this way. Huh. Last week, Seattle in the fourth quarter put Geno Smith in. He played the entire quarter. They did not really throw the football. It was almost all exclusively running with a big lead. Will the Rams do the same? If they're up 27-0 in the third quarter, will we see Jared Goff out there? I don't think so. Now the question becomes, what about Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey? Are they off the field? That would be significant. Um, because then maybe Darnold could come in the back door with some garbage. I just don't see it getting to 44 and a half. Jeff, I'm not a totals guy, but I had to I had to take that. I had to. I just absolutely had to. So let me look at a next, another game. Uh, and we talked about this a little with TA, New England, Miami. I'm just going to put the numbers out there for you, Gavin. Okay? Bill Belichick, 25 and 5 against rookie quarterbacks in his last 30. That's straight up. He's won nine in a row against rookie quarterbacks. We saw what he did to Herbert a couple weeks ago. Last loss to a rookie was Geno Smith of my Jets, 2013. Belichick, and this is a tough one, off a double-digit loss. He got embarrassed by the Rams on Thursday night. 19-5 and against the spread. Now I know what you're saying. Jay, come on. All those 19 wins against the spread were with Tom Brady. He's got Cam Newton who stinks. I get it. It's less about that. It's more about game planning. Belichick has extra time to prepare. Patriots beat the Chargers 45 to nothing, and Cam Newton threw for 70 yards. 70 yards, yeah. I mean, yeah. They they don't have It doesn't have to be about the quarterback. By the way, Dolphins aren't going to have Devontae Parker, their best whiteout. Mike Gesicki. Well, I I know he's questionable right now, but anyone in their right mind is not going to be expecting a lot from Devontae Parker, who hasn't been a great match with Tua anyway. Yeah. But also, Mike Gesicki came out with a shoulder injury. He had a big game, man. That guy catches everything. They don't have a running back. They're, they don't. They're DeAndre Washington. Is he the starter this week? Well, I I don't think it's been officially announced. But again, they're they're depleted at that position. Yeah. I think you know they had th- their top three running backs out because of COVID and injuries last week. And I don't know if they got healthier. I don't believe Miles Gaskin is back this week. I yeah, think he's, he's kind of good. Out. He's um, great. He's their best offensive weapon. So I took I took New England lines coming down. All right, here's a big third down for Ohio State. Third and three in. Uh, Northwestern Territory. Northwestern comes on the blitz, and they can't get fields. They had him, couldn't wrap him up, and he escapes for the first down. Dang it. Did you see the, the cornerback had him off the edge? And yeah, Fields I mean, is a big and, boy. And, but that's what makes Fields. That's what separates him, right? Yeah. That's why he's going to go second overall. Yeah. Fields, hey, this is a nice quarterback, man. I, I don't know an NFL comparison for him. Um, I, I think Cam would be a little cheap because of the size. I mean, Fields looks like a big boy. When you could just shake off a linebacker who honestly, it? and this is recency bias because we just watched Herbert play, but Herbert had one of those plays. Mm. He's a six six guy. He was gonna get taken down in the grass, but he got away and was able to toss the ball out. A little similar, right there. Yeah. All right. Hey, let me ask you this. So we just saw uh, Herbert Thursday night and Anthony Lynn. Frustrating game if you were betting the Chargers, although they did come through. I gotta say, Anthony Lynn's won two straight close games. Did you see, Gavin, and this is like inside nerdy sports media, did you see Chris Mortensen's tweet on Friday? Yeah, and I think basically what that is is Anthony Lynn paid a GM to say something nice about (laughs) him. Well, my thought was that there is going to be a sentiment 
Anthony Lynn's such a nice guy. Hey, you know, they had injuries. Rookie quarterback. And that's all obscuring the fact that he just sucks as a coach in game situations. If they bring him back, Gavin, man, that's going to be bad news. Yeah, I mean, and again, this is why I'm almost convinced sometimes that they're trying to lose because the offense, they make decisions that basically force them to punt. Like, all the times that they're running the ball, it makes no sense. Like, Herbert is tearing them up. And then it gets down to the crucial timeout situations, yeah. and you look up, and Anthony Lynn has no idea what to no do. Clue. And I'm going, there are 13-year-old gamers playing Madden ah! right now that know what to do. It's incredibly frustrating. The The Charger organization is extremely cheap. Look at their last three coaches, Mike McCoy, Norv mm. Turner. I mean, they're not going to do anything exciting. No, they're probably going to get – uh, Yeah. So I, I guess I, we can kiss Harbaugh goodbye? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think it's honestly going to be down between – Arthur Smith, right, of the Titans. Oh. I'm hoping if they go the coordinator route, they go Brian Dable oh, with the man, Bills. That would be a home run. I think the Allen and Herbert comparisons are right there. It's easy to see how that would fit. I, I don't. I, Herbert looks better to me. I mean, that guy. I do too, Herbert. but I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Allen has made quite the improvement. The other thing about Anthony Lynn, the, the funny line you had about gamers being better than him, um, I just was absolutely stunned where in the fourth quarter, leading by only a touchdown, you start acting like you can milk clock. And he had Herbert through one pass in the fourth quarter. Like, what are we doing here? How do you watch him play and go, we're going to just hand it off yeah, every time? It's just bad. Unless you, for some reason, again, I don't see why Anthony Lynn would want to lose because he's going to be out of a job. Yeah. But it, it, it's like they try to lose. It's weird. Bad stuff. All right, coming up next here, a uh, friend of the uh, show, Noah Kozlov, stopping by. He, uh, big NBA guy, football guy. Uh, he lives in New York, so we'll get we'll take the temperature on what's happening in New York City right now. Uh, but first, Isaac Lowenkron with what's trending. All right, Jason, what's trending? The Big Ten Championship game, fourth-ranked Ohio State and number 14 Northwestern are scoreless. Nine minutes left to play in the first quarter. 22 Ohio State players unavailable for this game, including star receiver Chris Olave, starting linebacker Baron Browning, and punter Drew Chrisman. In fact, Chrisman this morning tweeted that he has tested positive for COVID. He said in his tweet, while the virus has not been pleasant, he is doing well. On to the Big 12 championship game and 10th-ranked Oklahoma, the Big 12 championship game, rather, 10th-ranked Oklahoma getting up the scoreboard first against number 6 Iowa State. Here is Toby Rowland on Learfield IMG College. Out of the shotgun, Chandler Morris, the third-string quarterback, takes it. He'll keep it. He runs left, trying to get there. Touchdown! The first touchdown of the Big 12 championship is Chandler Morris. So the Sooners have a 7-0 lead over Iowa State, 4-14 left to play in the first quarter. Also right now, number 5, Texas A&M and Tennessee are tied at 7, four and a half minutes left to play in the first quarter. And there's a huge college basketball game going on right now. Number 1, Gonzaga out to a 28-24 lead over third-ranked Iowa with 8-16 left to play in the first half. And naturally, that game is being played in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Shout out, by the way, to the Falling Water Grill in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, by the way. <laughs> Finally, a couple of NFL notes. 
Ian Rappaport reporting that Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford now preparing to play tomorrow against the Titans despite a rib injury. The Bengals announcing Ryan Finley will start at quarterback against the Steelers on Monday Night Football. And the Giants this morning lost their outside linebackers coach this season. That would be Brett Bielma. He's been hired as the new head coach at Illinois. Bielma, of course, previously the head coach at Wisconsin and Arkansas. Jason, back to you. Thank you, Isaac. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, it's me, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. As we watch Ohio State trying to get in the end zone here, third and goal, let's bring in Noah Kozlov, CBS Sports HQ. Noah, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Do you, do you usually roll the R's on radio? Yes, I do. Just for fun, just for bleeps yeah. and yeah, giggles. Yeah, no, it's, it's, um, it's a good touch. Yeah, yeah, you know, unique, a little unique action. So I, I preface this <laughs> with you are in New York City, and um, yeah. we know it, it, times are tough. You guys got hit by a lot of snow. I'm curious, what's the uh, state of play right now in New York City? state of play for just being able to get outside lifestyle and do christmas all that fun stuff it's uh it's, it's pretty much non-existent yeah but it really it actually does depend on what neighborhood you're you're in yesterday i went um i live in the east side and i went up to the upper west side yesterday and i walked through central park and it and that did feel festive okay. because the time of day it was after school so there were a lot of kids out playing in the snow sledding oh, and nice. and there were more people around in Columbus Circle than I had seen before but then you go into different you go into other neighborhoods like where I live it's just it's completely empty there's no traffic you go by Rockefeller Center which we did last weekend to go see the tree and they say you've got to scan a QR code to get in line and it's actually very civilized but it really like I don't know maybe there were 20 people waiting to see the tree that's that's, that's very it? un. That's very yeah. That's very unusual. Wow. So uh, it is. It's empty. Yeah. It, it is Be- because there are no there are no tourists, and yeah. when there are no when there are no tourists, then um, then this city that relies on that for billions and billions of dollars, yeah. it's going to take uh, it's going to take a long time to recover. Yeah. You see, you see more. You see more for rent, uh, retail space open. You see more of those signs every day. It's getting tough, but that means there's going to be some uh, value shopping there here in the coming years, because uh, you know uh, young people want to get to the city. You know, young people want to be around other young people, and that's in the city. That ain't in the burbs. Um, yeah, but it also it also depends on like I, I've looked at rents and uh, and apartments for sale all over the place, and like for example, in, in our building, the maybe some rents are going down, but the for and there are more apartments for sale, but the sale prices are not going down. I mean, if you want to live in a, you know, yeah, if you're a young person, you want to live in a, you know, a six story walk up building with no doorman, you don't have a family, you're not, you don't need any of that other, you don't need any amenities. Yes. You could find, you could find an apartment for less rent. Yep. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's get to actual sports. Um, I don't know, Noah, do you want, we could start with NFL, but I kind of want to start with your 76ers in the NBA. Uh, I call them your 76ers. You know, obviously you know them well, being a, a Philly guy. Um, I'm kind of bullish on them this year. I love the Seth McCurry move. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm shocked they were able to unload Horford. Everybody was on them last year, and they let everybody down. I kind of like them more this year than I did last year. I think there's a, a, a sense of calm with this team, and, a, and a, but also a sense of desperation, if you can have both of those at the same time, that – I, I think the team needed the 
Brett Brown reset that they they had it almost in their heads that it looked this this just isn't going to work and it wasn't working without Horford. Um, I do like Danny Green in the fact that he's an adult and they <laughs> and they need and and they need that. Whether Dwight's not exactly an adult and will that cancel will that cancel each other out? But I also think that Doc Rivers is someone who will command the respect and understands how to deal with superstars in, or I should say stars since Joel is not a, a superstar, but a star in Joel Embiid and also Ben Simmons. And I, I like the way, like the talent isn't as great as it was last year, but I think that there's just a much better fit with Steph Curry and a better fit with Danny Green and not having to force Al Horford out there. Um, there, there are certain teams that, can compete in the Eastern Conference, that if they live up to the potential that we all think they have, that those are the teams that can win that can win the East. The Sixers are one of them. The Nets are another. Uh, now let me ask you about the alleged Ben Simmons stuff. Jared Dudley came on this show, uh, became a big story. We got a lot of uh, traffic and listens from it, uh, saying that James Harden would be traded in 10 days. Yeah. You uh, have some thoughts on that. Uh, it's, what, seven days now? And there has yeah. been a lot of talk, Woj and Shams kind of duking it out, uh, who, who, where he may go, Harden that is. And um, Houston seems to be in the uh, mix to trade him to Philly. We'll see what happens. But I'm curious as to your bigger picture thoughts on it. All right, so I, I've got two big picture thoughts on it. One has to do with Jared Dudley, the other doesn't. So let's start with one that <laughs> okay. doesn't. If, if Ben Simmons is available in a trade for James Harden, then why isn't Ben Simmons available in a trade for other stars. Like, why aren't they then, if Ben Simmons, if he is available, why, why are they going after James Harden? Why not try to go after anybody else who's available who might be on a better contract or a better fit? Oh, and, uh, give and, me a name, though. What, Bradley Beal? Sure. I don't know that. Uh, do you think Beal's as good as Harden? I'd rather have Bradley Beal than James Harden. I would too, but if I'm the Sixers, I'm with you. But, but but I'm not saying I'm not saying any of these other guys are available. But like, if you're going to make Ben Simmons available, then how about you just open the door to any number of stars around the league to be able to bring in? So, but I'm, I'm was more fascinated on the Jared Dudley side that if a an NBA reporter put that out and it doesn't happen, that person gets excruciated, right? It's you are you're destroyed, and then players around the league say, "This is why we can't trust anything. This is <laughs> um, this and that," and and then that type of discourse continues, and the eroding of the trust between players and who's carrying whose water, etc. But if Jared Dudley, a player in the league, puts it out, one should he be putting it out? A current player in the league, are you? Is that? Are you breaking some sort of locker room code? Mm. He doesn't play on either one of those teams, but yeah, NBA players know things. Yeah. But so, so is Jared Dudley by just by putting this out here, if it doesn't happen, then are we then to go to Jared Dudley and say, Hey, how come this happened? Who are your sources on this? Uh, next time you, you know, triple check. <laughs> I like I like I think I think for someone who in Jared Dudley who wants to be part of the media and I, and I think it's a I think it's a greater conversation. I think you're actually one to to have this the, the players themselves who say we want to be breaking the news. We want to do this 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 They're like Jalen Rose will do it. Well, is Jalen Rose running these things past the ESPN mm. news desk? 
Okay. Is he running it past? Is he running it past Woj? Um, so I think if it doesn't happen, I think J- I think Jared Dudley deserves all the scorn that uh, an yeah. NBA reporter would have. I would argue, and I wouldn't argue vociferously because I don't I don't have that strong of a feeling on it. But I just I'm not a believer that that stuff matters as much as it used to. Standards are down, Noah. We're not. But they shouldn't be. They should not be. But that's just how it is with social media. Well, people hear well, so stuff. I, so- well, well, so I think that the standards should then get back to, and it's a conversation I had on rejecting the screen, the podcast, and we, I had a long conversation with Howard Beck about it, and it was, it was, it was all about Twitter noise and actual journalism and how players cannot differentiate between the two, and it then gets just all lumped together, and when in fact it's not journalists who are who are putting certain things out there i guess my counter would be i i you just can't put the genie back in the bottle it's like with the free music uh people were giving away free music for a while on all those what mozilla whatever they were napster 15 years ago Mm -hmm. 20 years ago and then they eventually stopped it but then nobody wanted to pay for music for a while and then now 15 years later people are paying for music again Mm because they were able to stop it who is stopping the journalism from happening? Nobody's stopping it. I know you and Howard are talking about it, and it makes sense, and I kind of agree with it. But on some level, unless somebody steps up and stops it, like a like an actual, uh, a, not an agency, but someone on a high level says, we're stopping this garbage, then I don't see it stopping. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying that where where rumors come from. I'm talking about where, who is, delivering these rumors like Andre Iguodala had 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 a did a Q&A with Richard Dykes in the athletic and he said now you've got um Twitter journalists breaking news that's not that's not true in the NBA Woj and Shams are breaking news those are journalists on Twitter right not, there's no such thing as a Twitter journalist like LeBron made up washed king he, he could have seen that from Oh, who knows? Some somebody some in his IG in comments. Utah, no, you're right. In Utah, right? Exactly. It became so there's, a narrative. There's, there's, yeah. Right. So there's there's got to be some someone who is um, in in that player's camp, or whether that falls on Team PR or someone it, with different agencies who are making sure that this relationship does not erode any further and that they're able to parse through all the nonsense. I I like it. Uh, It's ambitious. I'm going to have to get you on straight fire. We'll talk about this more at length. That's the podcast where I can go 30 minutes. We have to wrap now, but that's true. uh, Noah Kozlov, you got (laughs) to listen to his podcast, rejecting the screen. He had a fascinating story. He was nearly the Charlotte. Is it the Hornets or the Bobcats? I keep mixing that up. The Hornets. Yeah. Hornets. uh, He was nearly the announcer for them. And they went another way, and of course, the guy got fired. It's a real good story. Rejecting the screen. Look it up on iTunes and listen. Um, Noah Kozlov, thanks again. Happy holidays, buddy. Yeah, you too, pal. All right. Uh, Noah Kozlov, CBS Sports HQ, rejecting the screen. And big, big news on Northwestern Wildcats are in the end zone. 7 3 over the Buckeyes. Huge third and two. The quarterback, by the way, Iowa Sam. Is, it the, is he the backup from Clemson or the former Clemson quarterback? Are you talking about that? Um, are you talking about the here? Northwestern QB? Uh, he's a transfer from Indiana. Transfer from Indiana. Yeah. Dude, third and two, and he broke off on a read option up the middle. And then they go wildcat on the next play, and the kid takes it to the house. I got to say, man, 
Northwestern looked impressive. Now, that's a scripted drive by Fitzgerald. Unfortunately, it went super quick, so there's a lot of time left. But my first half bet's in play. We'll wrap up the show after this. Awesome day for sports, folks. Awesome day for Christmas music. So Gonzaga is open in a can on Iowa Sam's Hawkeyes. Up 15 with a minute left in the half. But we've got a developing situation in Indianapolis in the Big Ten title game. Let's go to Dave Ennett from Learfield IMG College. First and goal for the Cats at the nine. They'll empty the backfield. Direct snap to Cam Porter. And Porter to the five. Breaks the tackle. Reaches the end zone. Touchdown! Cam Porter on nine-yard touchdown run. And in electric fashion, the Wildcats have driven 75 yards to take the lead on the Ohio State Buckeyes, 6-3. to three. Uh, That was Dan N- Ennett from Learfield, Col- Learfield IMG College. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. Geico.com, easy. If Keith Jackson were calling the Big Ten title game right now, and I believe it's Gus and Joel Klatt, you might hear a, whoa, Nelly! Northwestern is in Ohio State territory, up 7-3. And listen, I'm not getting all play-by-play-y, but, oh boy, here we go, Northwestern! Oh no, this is this is a disaster. They start, they dialed up a uh, end-around wide receiver pass, and it looked like it had a chance, and then the Buckeyes snuffed it out. But, what Gavin mentioned to me in, during the break is, Fields looked rattled. Justin Fields, pr- the presumptive number two pick in the uh, 2021 draft, Northwestern with the great Pat Fitzgerald. Uh, the Bears want him badly to be their next head coach. Oh, come on! Oh, they just threw a flag. The wide receiver end around. They, they're going to call grounding. Seems like some, some garbage. That'll snuff out that drive. Um, but Justin Fields, they're sending exotic blitzes at him. He doesn't know where it's coming from. On the first drive, it came up the middle and then from the outside. On the second drive, they're sending cornerbacks. And Fields is just like, what's going on? He's taking a couple seconds to diagnose what's happening. And at that point, the offensive line crumbles. I think that's three sacks on Fields already. It might be two. But they are living in the backfield right now, uh, Northwestern defensively. Now, that flag is just going to totally bleep up that Northwestern drive. They got taken out of Buckeye territory, second and 26. So, like, uh, that just screws everything up. I'm on the first half under. Listen, it's not my biggest play of the year. Um, my kids badly want me to get a Tesla to fit in with all the other California people. That's just not happening. But if some bets go the right way, yeah, that uh, this, that's toast. Um, this is not a mortgage payment bet. Um, this is, uh, we don't need to get into it. Anyways, coming up next, I see him in the studio, LeVar Arrington and TJ Hushmanzada up on game. Uh, Plaxico Burris also checking in. Uh, it should be a fun show. Last week they had Marcellus Wiley. Who knows who's showing up this week? They're trying to level up on me because I had Jared Dudley on here breaking some news last week, although the news hasn't really happened, so I don't know how we could quantify that. But maybe Hushmanzada will talk about dominating at Domino's and LeVar Arrington maybe can give him some insight on the 2021 draft and the kid Parsons from Penn State. Um, 
We'll see. Maybe maybe they got something. Maybe not. Maybe they'll freak out like I am about Northwestern and Ohio State. Uh, but when it's third and 27 here, you just don't want to make a mistake. No pick, no fumble, nothing dumb. I'd, draw, I'd run a draw because I'm conservative, but that's just me. Uh, guys, what a show. Three hours flew by. We got Christmas coming up next weekend. Probably the college football playoff. Uh, we got Clemson tonight. I'm big on Clemson. Um, got a pretty good week 15. There's a great game, though. Saints, return of Drew Brees, and the Chiefs. And um, everybody just have a safe, happy holiday, especially everybody on the East Coast or the Northeast snowed under. Everybody else, just enjoy the football, drink some eggnog, Google Dolly Parton, and have a good one. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.